Hello and welcome to the Hedomi Podcast Live. Before we get into the show, we'd just like to say thank you to our sponsors, Raw Print, because without their continued sponsorship, we would not be able to bring you the commentary service or regular podcasts that we bring you throughout the season. So do follow them on social media. You'll find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, and of course on their eBay store. So have a look there at all of their fantastic products. Remember this show is fully interactive, whether it be our commentary service or or the regular podcast get involved and we will get fully into the gator chat right now Welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live. We are ready and ready, well, ready and waiting for the game to start here at Gated International Stadium. Gated are still out on the pitch, warming up as Geisley are leaving the pitch for their final instructions. It's 8 versus 10 here, and Gated are looking to get back into, well, into playing games. The game last weekend was called off due to a walk log pitch as many games fell in the National League North. Hopefully, We'll see uh, Gateshead continue their winning form. They have not conceded a goal at home since August 24th. And uh, that's a, it's a good stat to have in being in November. And uh, hopefully that continues today. But um, I say we're joined again by Richard Williamson. Hello, Richard. Hi, David. How are you? Yeah, very well. It would be even better if we can get three points here today. But I was looking at the league table before uh, the, uh, we, we start to go on air. And if Gateshead win their games in hand, they could be as high as second. So, you know... <laughs> It's, it's quite an exciting time. We've got a lot of games coming up. I've got four home games, including this one. Uh, we've got uh, Kirsten Ashton on Tuesday night, bonfire night. So there will be fireworks then, guaranteed. And then Sunday, we're at home to uh, Oldham Athletic in the FA Cup. And uh, as well, if you might not know, that that game is now a 12.45 kickoff because uh, it's due to the... the um, the soccer Saturday type thing they do on the BBC for the uh, FA Cup. Is it, on the, is it on the Saturday or the Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. So what they'll be doing is is doing live updates and showing a little bit of footage from the game, uh, you know, like like they do on soccer Saturday type thing. So say the game is twelve forty five next Sunday, but we've got two games before that, and um, it's going to be a very enjoyable couple of games as well, especially if Gator can get the winning ways. I've got the Gator team here in front of me. I'll quickly run through Brad James in goal. Alex Nicholson, number two. Scott Barrow, the captain, number three. Number four, Nicky Devix. Number five, Toby Lees, who's been ever-present this season. Mickey Nelson comes in for uh, Mike Williamson. We've got Dominic Tia in midfield with Liam Agnew, Greg Ollie, and JJ O'Donnell. And up front is Josh Coyote. And as the Gator players just leave the pitch now, they've been through their warm-up. It's been quite an intense one watching them here. And as the captain, Scott Barrow, gives the home crowd uh, some uh, applause as he walks off, um, we'll be wanting to hear what uh, Gator defender and coach Mickey Nelson had to say before the game. And this is what he said to Gator FC TV. We always see it every time, but uh, do subscribe to Gator FC TV on YouTube and you will get all the great content and highlights. Obviously, guys, we up this Saturday. These are coming off the back of yet another postponement last week. How have the lads been kind of off the back of the extended rest? Yeah, they've been good, to be fair. Um, you know, we're all geared up and ready to go down. Um, last week and the boys were on the coach on the way down 
um, unfortunately he got called off so you know it was a chance to, to give him a little bit of a rest and a couple of days off but they've been in this week working hard um, weather's sort of deteriorated towards the back end of the week but um, we've still managed to get out on the pitches and, and get the work in so it's been good um, I'm sure with the, the form the lads have been in they would have rather had a game last weekend than have the rest but um, hopefully that'll make them hungry going into this Saturday and you've now got four games over the course of a two week period here at the stadium does it feel like that the season's been a bit stop start up to this point yeah a little bit with um, postponement and stuff like that um, but uh, you know we've managed to, to carry that form on especially here at home um, you know we've had some good results two cup games chucked into the mix as well um, but you know hopefully we can just carry that on and, and keep going and make this place a hard place for teams to come it's looking like it's going to be a busy November, not just at home. Obviously, you've got the Curzon game at home this Tuesday. Altrincham is going to be another trip on a Tuesday. How much of a test are those Saturday, Tuesday games going to be for the full squad? Yeah, they are. Um, but you know, the, the boys train the full time. They they get the the right amount of work in. We know when we need to give them a little bit extra, or when we need to sort of tail off a little bit and, and let them have a, a bit of a rest. So it's just going to be a case of managing the squad, and you know, maybe a, a case of sort of whether some people need to come in and, and some need to have a little rest just to, to freshen things up um, and that'll just be dictated um, during the course of the games really and The squad's stayed well start 11's stayed mainly similar over recent weeks do you think you have kind of settled a little bit on your sort of most preferred tactic and sort of start 11 with the odd few changes in there? Um, I think the, the philosophy and the style of play um, is pretty much um, what we want we've got that across to the players and and uh, they carry that out but we've seen when we do make changes or um, even make changes during the games um, the boys who come on you know the, the team doesn't weaken um, when they come on you know uh, Paul Blackett came on and Jordan Preston came on in the in the cup game and they both scored one and made one so um, everybody in the squad has got a part to play and especially with so many games coming up that's definitely going to be the case Guysley, of course, are coming here with the league's top scorer in their ranks. You are going for seven clean sheets at home. How much of a test is it going to be to that record? Yeah, um, you know, they're, they're quite free scoring. Um, you know, we've watched them and we've seen the seen where the strengths are and, you know, they've also got the frailties as every every team in this league has. So, you know, we'll try and um, nullify the, the strengths and we'll try and... Um, sort of punish their, their frailties and their weaknesses as, as I'm sure they'll try to do to us but um, we're in a good place here at home and hopefully that'll uh, be a big factor And then just finally how is the team looking sort of fitness and injury wise going into the game? Yeah we're all fine um, Paul Blackett's had a, a bit of a chest problem um, middle of the week um, but he's uh, came back in towards the end of the week and he looks like he'll be fine no issues with him so um, yeah we're all good to go Uh, hello there, you're welcome back to the Heat Army Podcast Live. We are here at Gitton National Stadium. We're waiting the teams to come back out. And um, what we are wanting now is uh, you to get in contact. Let us know where you're listening from in the world at Heed underscore Army. We'd love to hear from you. Get involved and also on the Spreaker website. And um, as I say, if results go our way today, I think we can scrape into the playoffs there, Richard. But um, you know, I think at the minute, as long as we keep winning, you know, the, 
the league placing will come by itself, won't it? It's all about momentum, isn't it? And uh, as long as we can keep that going and keep the winning streak going and keep Coyote scoring. Yeah. You know, that's that's going to be critical today. So I'm looking forward to seeing seeing, seeing Coyote once again. Um, but, but also, I think Greg, Greg Ollie's certainly come into his own over the last few games and uh, it'll be interesting to see how he, how he does today as well but yeah let's just keep the momentum going yeah definitely and um, well as I say we, uh, there is a former Gator player in the ranks of uh, Geisley and um, we will be uh, seeing, seeing how he gets on Andre Jones he, he had a bit of an indifferent time with Gator about five years ago and um, we'll be interested to see how he has developed uh, here at uh, well at Geisley I think he's been I think he went to Southport after he left us, um, so we'll have to see what's happening here. And uh, right, well, looks like there's a bit of hoo-ha on uh, Facebook. We'll just remove that post. Uh, one second. Uh, there we go. I'm sorry about this, uh, listeners. Right, there we go. Right, we're back. Normal service is resumed. With a little bit of uh, argy bargy on the Heed Army. Uh, page there someone posting some things that shouldn't be so uh, naughty people there involved and um, we'll just go through the guys the uh, lineup it is Marcus Dewhurst in goal George Cantrell number two Bradley Nicholson number three Andre Jones number four Hamza Ben Sharaf number five uh, Scott uh, Garner the captain number six Kane Felix uh, or Felix should I say number seven James Spencer number eight Aaron Martin number nine uh, Aaron Solman number ten number eleven is Sam Sickriven uh, Sickriven is that how it's, how is it, say that? I think it's Sam Scrivens Scrivens you know what it is that's what it is that's Dixlexia there for your listeners and one second number 12 is uh, was that me or you that was <laughs> me Dylan Barker's uh, number 14 is Nathan Newell number 15 is Kennedy Digi and number uh, 16 is Paul Clayton they only have uh, four substitutes on the bench we'll go through the gated lineup when they come out they'll be back out onto the pitch in the next five minutes and um, well Let's see, we just had another look at the league table there just before we start. Of course, York, I think they're unbeaten now. They're still top of the league. They're at home to Kidderminster Harriers today. Will they be able to continue that run of form? I think they probably will be able to. They've only conceded eight goals this season, scoring 27. They've done very well there. And just having a look, Gator, we're not the most prolific scorers. Uh, 13 goals with nine conceded. Um, you know, But it's consistent. That's the main thing. Just having a look at our form. We've looked, uh, won our last... Uh, Four games out of five, and um, I know, and uh, so it's uh, it's looking good. But you know, Darlington they've won six of their last games as well across all competitions, and they're starting to find their feet. They're up to 11th just behind Gateshead, level on points on 20 points there with Gateshead as well. Uh, Spennymore United, after a slow start, they're starting to get themselves back up the league as well in 13th place, just a point behind us as well. But it's, we should be looking up the table, not down the not table. Down it, yeah. And I mean, York, as you say, are motoring, aren't they? They're, they're eight points clear at the top of that table at the moment. So we'll be able to see how they pan out today. It's quite a critical, critical week, I think. Yeah, it certainly is. And um, it is. The temperature's just starting to drop a little bit more here at Gibson National Stadium. It's an it's overcast today. Uh, it's, it's dry, though. Um, perfect conditions. Just uh, would like it to be a little bit warmer, uh, of course. But. Uh, See, we hope that um, you are going to let us know where you are listening from in the world and we will bring you the full match here and um, well as I say, there was something I was going to mention but my mind went blank so uh, <laughs> I've got some stats about uh, ready and waiting but uh, 
see, we're just having a look at Marcus Bignett is their manager uh, with Russ O'Neill taking joint managers there. And Marcus Bignett was a striker uh, around the non-league scene for many years, and he is doing well there. Um, just having a little look further down the table, Blythe Spartans as well. They're starting to see a bit of form come together. Um, they are just outside the uh, relegation spots on nine points now. And uh, Callum Roberts, former Gated Looney, when he was at um, Newcastle United is banging in the goals there and he's signed a permanent contract so we'll have to see how they get on this afternoon as well so uh, and uh, Rooney the Goat he's down there on the track waiting for the players to come out ah oh, well have you got any predictions Richard? I'm going to go for a Gateshead 3-1 victory and I know you've said that you don't think there's going to be a lot of goals today David no. but uh, I, I'm going to go for goal I think it'll be goals I'd ha- I would happily be, be wrong I'd happily be wrong as long as there are gates at goals of course but um, and um, as well if you're a Geisley fan as well please don't feel that um, it's uh, all about gates and we'd love to hear from you get involved you can send us a message well, we're not too biased here uh, we call it as we see it and um, hopefully we're going to see a good game from both sides and um, couple of the gates and substitutes are coming out now onto the pitch um, so we're just going to set away our recording for our highlights that we're going to put up uh, on Monday so just put that there so it will not be long till the teams are out and the stand is filling up as well isn't it so I think we've got a, and there's a fair few uh, Geisley fans have made it as well from Yorkshire and uh, do you know what Geisley is famous for Richard? I don't, David. I'd like to educate us. You don't know where... The, well, I'll, t- I'll see you there. Oh, one second. Camera just needs tightening up. Um, the home or birthplace or it, guys, is uh, Harry Ramsons, where the first Harry Ramsons was. So, there you go. So, if you like your fish and chips... Yeah, you, know you, you need to l- go learn, learn something new every day. And the only reason I know that is because many moons ago, when we were in uh, National North... I might not have been National North. I can't remember. It was... Um, I, in the, in the last 10 years anyway we uh, had a Boxing Day game against Geisley and uh, there was a, an offer on as part of the travel you got your fish and chips uh, at Harry Ramson's uh, before the game so learn something new every day well you a guided <laughs> tour as well yeah Well, as the teams come out for the game here, it is, uh, this is how Gateshead line up. It is Brad James in goal, number one. Number two is Alex Nicholson. Number three is Scott Barrow, the captain. Number four, Nicky Devidix. Number five is Toby Lees. Number six, Mickey Nelson. Number seven, Dominic Tier. Number eight, Liam Agnew. Number nine, Josh Coyote. Number ten is Greg Ollie. And number 11 is J. Joe Donald. The Gateshead bench is Paul Blackett. Number 12, um, well, he is number 12. Number 13 is Sam Guffrey. The uh, goalkeeper, number 14, is Elliot Forbes. Number 15 is uh, Connor Oliver. And number 16 is Jordan Preston. And this is how the visitors line up. And in goal is Marcus Dewhurst. Number two is George Cantrell. Number three is Bradley Nicholson. Number four is uh, Andre Jones, former Gator player, of course. Number five is Amsa Ben Sharaf. Number six is the captain, Scott Garner. Number seven is Kane Felix. Number eight is uh, James Spencer. Number nine is... Um, Pardon me, is Aaron uh, Martin number nine? Number ten is Aaron Solomon, and number um, is number eleven is Sam Scrivens. And uh, the bench, they've only got four players down: is Dylan Barker's, Nathan uh, Newell, 
and Kennedy Diggy and uh, Paul Clayton. So that is how we line up here at Gateshead International Stadium. Gateshead, they're doing their final warm-ups and stretches now, and most people have took the seats, and uh, well, we're all set for this National League North game. It's, uh, it's pretty packed, isn't it? So I'll be interested again to see what the crowd's like. Well, if we're touching near a 1,000, that has to be really, really good, and uh, well done to everyone involved at Gateshead at the moment, because they are getting everyone, the town, the community, all involved at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that FA Cup tie just to see what that draws because I think that'll be... Yeah, it'll be nice to be in the hat on the Monday. Um, so, so, there's always some magic. Hopefully Gator can be involved this year. Well, we're waiting for the captains to uh, get into the centre circle for the coin toss. We've got some messages. Mickey uh, Barris put, afternoon lads, tricky one. Let's hope we can... Uh, Keep up our good form. 2-0 to the heat, I hope. Uh, glad you told me uh, that startling fact. I sleep much clearer. So, easier, sorry. Yep. Well, there we go. We, we don't like to just entertain here on the Heat Army podcast. We like to educate as well. And, uh, well, it looks like uh, guys they have um, won the toss. And they are going to be shooting from left to right in their yellow and black strips. Skated in their white shirts, black shorts and white socks and um, well we will get acquainted with the names and numbers for uh, guys Lee. so do bear with us and uh, well we're about to kick off here get in at the stadium there's a good atmosphere already and the ball hasn't been kicked as Spencer stands over the ball for guys Lee. and it's kicked off there all the way back to the back line of Geisley as Captain Garner pumps the ball forward. Now it's all the way back towards the gate of defence and Toby Lees clears the ball with ease up the pitch only as far as uh, Hamza. Now it's with Devedix who pumps the ball forward onto the far side. It's going to fall to Toby, um, Dominic Tia who takes the ball forward down the left-hand channel and it's went for a throw-in to the visitors. Well, we were going to record. We are, we are recording the highlights, um, but we're not going to do it as fluid. We're just going to leave the, the, ball, the camera on the guys in the goal, hoping when Fogarty to get something. As the ball goes all the way through to Mickey Nelson, plays the back ball up the pitch, intercepted by Geisley, who try to play a ball over the top, and Mickey Nelson skims it off his head back oh, to the goalkeeper there. Brilliant, brilliant bit of defending there. He just, just nodded it back, didn't he? he was, it looked like he was going to be under pressure, but uh, dealt with it very well. My initial thoughts were he, he didn't connect with it properly, but uh, what a fantastic bit of skill. Uh, Aaron Pinkett's book. Good afternoon, lads tuned in for my uh, from my journey back to Plymouth whilst out and about work and big shout out to the chairman working in Estonia uh, and the parents in France uh, come on the heed well there we go hopefully we're getting all them listeners and them different companies as JJ brings the ball down gives it to Greg Ollie who pumps the ball out to Devitt on left hand side can he cross the ball into the box he can it's too high too far and straight out for a throw in on the far side I think he got a little bit overexcited there and he, he whipped it in. Uh, yeah, well, actually, he should have done uh, a little bit better there, shouldn't he, with that one. But an opportunity nonetheless. Had Peter Crouch been standing there in the middle, I think that might have been a goal. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I think ball, definitely. As now guys are in possession of the ball, played all the way back to their defence and the captain looks to play it forward, and he does, but it's going to be intercepted. Well, not intercepted, it's been let to go out for a throw-in by Scott Barrow down here on the right-hand side and um, 
Mickey Barris says he's going to go uh, with Greg to score the first goal. Uh, so there we go. We'll have to see how that one pans out. As now the ball goes on the right-hand side and nearly uh, <laughs> the guys in Pierre got around the gate of defence but Mickey Nelson was there to clear, give it to Barrow and Barrow clears it straight up the pitch and um, Ben Sharaf just hits that ball up and it's been brought down but intercepted by Gated again Devitz gives it to JJ and then it's been put over the top by Scott Barrow for Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie brings it down the edge of the box tries to twist and turn past the defender doesn't manage to do so and the defender clears it up but did that go out for a corner? it did it's a corner to Gated well there you go Mickey Nelson's in confident form isn't he? he is he's looking composed out there and uh, nothing's getting past him is it? Nice little cheeky back heel, and he's done a nice bit of skill with the header before. And actually, I uh, hope he doesn't get too overconfident. I know the that's the back, thing, but, but uh, Greg, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant bit Greg Ollie's placed the ball down here on the left-hand side. He's going to whip this corner in. Keode is up there. Mickey Nelson's on the edge of the box, running in now. It's deep, and it's been headed back over by uh, Toby Lee's there, and going to be cleared eventually by Geisley. And that was a nice block there by <laughs> Agnew who claims he did nothing but that's a foul a free kick to Geisley well he broke up the play nicely there hasn't he uh, give away a free kick but um... see the keeper uh, Joe Hurst he's going to take this one Apologies if you're hearing uh, scratching noises, my coat's catching off the headset, but the ball's been pumped forward and that man was up there tussling Mickey Nelson, but it's still not clear yet as Barrow is tussling for the ball. Now it's going to be crossed in by Felix and plucked out the air by Brad James there. And, um, Felix looks like he's going to be a handful for Scott Barrow this afternoon. Well... Brad James waiting for his teammates to work their way up the pitch. Places the ball down outside the box and he's going to... Still waiting for his team to get higher up before he kicks this one. He clears it up towards JJ O'Donnell on the left touchline. Couldn't keep it in. And it's a throw in just in front of the dugout which is going to be quickly taken by Cantrell. Trying to take it too quickly and stole 15 yards. He's been told to get back by the referee. Pro all the way back to the captain, Garner. Back to Cantrell, plays it inside and lovely intercepting play there by Agnew. Pressing quite high, Gateshead there, done a good job, get the ball back. Well, they will have done the homework on Geisley. So maybe they think that they don't have the pace to punish them if they sit higher up the pitch. But time will tell as the ball's launched up. And oh, Mickey Nelson there battling with Scrivens and ball's been cleared again but Toby Lee's heads it back in towards the Geisley half it's up in the air still just above the centre circle as Dominic Tier gets it to Kiyodi his first touch was beautiful but he's got three players around and still managed to get it to Nicholson back to Kiyodi on the right hand side now takes a touch composes himself he wants to try and beat a player didn't quite do it but um, Geisley run it out and it's a gated throw in just inside the Geisley half it's Greg Ollie. Gates had managed to keep the ball but not keep it in uh, in play and it's another throw in remember you can contact us we'd love to hear from you at heed underscore army or on twitter we'd love to hear well that is on twitter there sorry and on the speaker website as Aaron and Mickey have already done this afternoon 
And that is a free kick on the far side. Was it a throw-in? Throw-in again. I think it's a, a throw-in. Oh, it's a free kick, no. Oh, it's a free kick. Yeah. Coyote just letting the centre-half know he's, uh, he's in for a game today. He certainly is. He likes a tussle. Well, Marcus Dewhurst, that name rings a bell. I can't remember who he used to play for, but he's pumped that up towards the edge of the box and Toby Lees was beaten in the air there by Martin and it's been cleared eventually by Gated. Bruni as far as the captain, Garner, who hooks the ball up, back up towards the danger area and Mickey Nelson was being fouled there. Oh, no, offside, sorry. And uh, it's offside decision. He was tussling with Scrivens there. I thought he had a hold of his, um, his shirt. Seven minutes gone, nil-nil. In no rush today, Brad James. Waiting for his team to get right up the pitch, isn't he? As now he gets it up towards J.J. O'Donnell, who's beaten in the air, and I think that might bounce out for a corner. No, it's been throwing. There's good cover and play by the captain, Scott Garner, there. Didn't let it go out for the corner, and it's a throw-in to Gateshead, about 15 yards from the corner flag down here on the left-hand side. Greg Ollie's moving for him, but nobody else seems to be as well. But he takes a few step backs. He's just going to launch this one in the box. So goes flying in with this one. Kyode nods the ball on, but into space there was nobody there. Dominatia chases the ball down, but uh, Solman was there just to pass it back. We've got a firework in the background. This has been passed up the pitch. Martins gets a lovely head on towards Scrivens. Scrivens is battling with Mickey Nelson, and Mickey Nelson's just been immense so far, hasn't he? And uh, it's been hooked up the pitch. J.J. O'Donnell tries to keep the ball in, goes out for a throw in down here on the left hand well, side if you had to pick a man in the match after 8 minutes <laughs> there's only one man on the pitch you'd pick at the minute yeah it's, yeah. you wouldn't think he was 39 awesome See, he's got a swagger about him today he certainly has and if you follow him on Instagram you'll know that he's quite a, a coffee connoisseur so but to throw in here to Geisley just past the gate to dugout on the right hand side here 9 minutes gone Gated fans in fine voice at the moment As Cantrell had to go to the sand pit there, the long jump to get the ball, he's drying it off on his shirt. Referee's telling him just to move back a little bit as well before the ball went out. Spencer has the ball now. He's going to play it back to Ben Sharif. Sharif brings the ball forward, he's going to play it out to the left hand side for Nicholson. The left back plays it inside. Bruni finds Agnew. Now it's with Gateshead's Nicholson, who twists and turns past the, his opposing Nicholson and plays it forward to Kyodi. Kyodi with a lovely little touch there. He was fouled, and he did well to get that ball on, didn't he? <laughs> but unfortunately, there was no one running on. But means Bas nothing with a foul. Fast feet from Kyodi wins a free kick for Gateshead. And, and what's a dangerous area? It is. I mean, he's, he's playing with confidence, Coyote. I mean, the ball stuck to him like glue earlier on. It was an awkward ball to him. It's been taken quickly and it's going to be whipped in by Ollie. And it's, oh, across the face of goal. Gated players were running towards it, as were the Geisley ones. No one could get any contact on it and it just rolled out for a goal kick. I think, was that Dominic Tia that was nearly on the end of that? Just, I think it was, yeah. It was close. It was almost nearly reminiscent of Gaza. Yeah, it <laughs> seemed to happen last time that, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, it did, yeah. So close, but so far. It was as Jill Hurst pumped this up towards Martin, beaten in the air by 
Barrow and it just went straight into the dugout. Now it's a quickly taken throw in up and Mickey Nelson is battling with Scrivens there and now it's being put out by Toby Lees. No nonsense for a throw in. About 10 yards from the corner flag down on the right-hand side in the gates at half. Well, Mickey Barris has put down a few lads agree, but Josh gets better with game by game. Same with Alex Nicholson. I certainly agree there. You can see Josh... Uh, well, sorry, there's been a throw in there. It's not cleared fully yet. Cantrell brings the ball down. Sorry, Nicholson lays it off. Nicholson gets it back. Crosses it in left foot. And Mickey Nelson's there to clear it. But it hasn't went that far. And now Gateshead having to chase to get in possession of the ball. They didn't quite get there. But Tia intercepts a loose pass. Now Agnew plays it inside to Oli. Oli... He got the back heel at the end, he lost it, and now it's played for. Ooh! The gated offside trap was working a treat there, but they intercepted the ball. Now Agnew plays the ball over the top for the run of Dominic Tier, but the keeper Dewhurst is there just to pick it up on the edge of the box. But yes, it's going to be one of those games I think where Gated are going to have to stay switched on. They've been keeping a high line and nearly punished there before, but Greg Ollie battling with Solman there. Guys, he's still in possession, giving it back to the captain in their own half. Now Spence comes deep to get the ball on the halfway line. Plays it back to the captain, Garner. Garner passes it across to Ben Sharif. Ben Sharif plays it out to Nicholson on the far side, who passes it back inside. They're content just to pass the ball around at the moment, Geisley. Not doing anything with it, really, apart from just keeping possession. There's now the captain, Garner. Pumps the ball over the top looking for the run. But Mickey Nelson missed the header. Scrivens has got one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, just past the post. And that's a goal kick. And, uh, as it, well, yep. I thought there were... Was the lines from giving a corner? No. Nope. Goal kick. Yeah, a bit of confusion between the officials there. I didn't think there was a save. It was a direct shot there. And it just trickled past the post. Uh, to be honest, Mickey Nelson just misjudged the header. And um, well, Scrivens nearly had the chance. After Mickey Nelson's start, I mean, yeah, it's probably a little bit of a, um, a misjudgment there in terms of what he was trying to do with the ball. But uh, he's, he's, he's earned his own luck, I think, after 12 minutes. At the same uh, time, I think it may have been just a fantastic ball. You know, the, but now Josh Kyodi tries to win the header, doesn't quite win it. It goes through to Martin. Martin brings it down, puts it over the top for Scrivens to try and run onto. And oh, there's been a late foul there. Didn't see that. Maybe been off the ball. It's a free kick about five yards inside the gate at half, very central towards the centre circle. 13 minutes gone. Gates at nil, guys, we nil. We'll just have a little look around the National League, see if there's uh, any scores at the moment. And um, Kirsch National, Gates' opponents on Tuesday are winning 1 0 away to Gloucester. Chester are winning 1 0 away to Bradley Town. And Southport are winning 2 0 at home. As the ball's pouring towards the box, up in the air, towards. Oh, overhead kick from Martins, and what a finish! He found the space and it hasn't been given the foul. <laughs> that was an audacious overhead kick and there was a foul. There must have, I can't see, I think it was GG got clattered in the box there as he went for it, but um, that's a harsh one, that. You've got to give credit to the guys in the uh, play. I'm not sure who it was, David, to was, be honest. It was Martins, number nine, that scored the overhead Martins, kick. Uh, for, what an overhead kick that was. For I mean. that to be wiped out... Um, GG obviously got clattered in the build-up to him kicking the ball, but um, wow. <laughs> if that had been Gateshead scoring that, I would have been doing backflips. There's a 
free kick's been taken to Nicholson. Nicholson plays the ball, tries to play the ball to Tia, but it's intercepted. You know, Geisley play the ball forward, intercepted by Nicholson again. A little bit scrappy at the moment, but now Tia has the ball on the right-hand side. He's got can uh, Nicholson for company, tries to take down the dead ball lane. Has he won a corner for his troubles? He has. Great run from the youngster. Well, well, I was uh, definitely thinking that was us 1-0 down there. I didn't see, didn't see the foul. I was following the ball, and uh, I mean, he was he was furious at number nine, wasn't he? He would be. That, that, that would have been goal of the season, I think, uh, for Geisley. But we have a corner here on the far side. Nicky Devedick stands over the ball. He's got Greg Ollie next to him for his short corner, but I think he's going to whip this one in. He does. It's towards Mickey Nelson who gets a shot off. And there was that the shot. Well, the referee is give a free kick for high feet now. How can you give high feet when someone's diving down at somebody's hip to clear it and he's just on the volley? Yeah, that was uh, that's a strange decision, that. I think he was a bit whistle-happy there. I think uh, he's, seen the, he's seen the head and the foot together but not really took in consideration yeah. what height it's actually at. Yeah, that's... that's a, I mean, I don't think there was gonna, he was going to score from his the, the shot there, but... Um, I would have put it down as brave defending. I wouldn't have put it down as a foul. And that ball goes straight out from the goal kick to a, uh, for a free uh, from the goal kick to a throw in for Gateshead here halfway inside their own half, down the right hand side. And uh, well, a few talking points already. Disallowed goal in the dubious high foot decision. So we we'll just have a little look. That one's pumped forward. Nick JJ heads it on. Kiyode manages to back header it on Baroni as far as the captain Garner and now it's cleared up the pitch and headed out of play by um, well yeah headed out of play by JJ uh, by getting all confused there headed out of play by Scott Barrow JJ O'Donnell for good measure or when it had already went out cleared it and I thought he was going to get booked that's why I initially stumbled there with my words but uh, it's been whipped into the box towards the false side and Martins was there and thankfully Toby Lees was there with him to head it clear and it's going to go out for a throw in on the far side to Geisley And apparently the lad that scored the overhead kick is the league's top goal scorer. Uh, so no one day felt uh, the, the confidence to do the overhead as the throw-in comes in. And it's scuffled there on the far side, but it's not cleared yet. And is that going to go for a throw-in on the far side? It has. Yeah, it went a little bit um, disjointed this game at the minute. No one's got any fluid motion, have they, with the ball? And I think by the sound of the crowd as well, they're a little bit uh, watching this game. And that's just headed out for a uh, corner. Yeah, I think it's waiting for someone to stamp their authority on the game. Yeah, isn't it? I think it's, it's. I think it's going to be a moment of magic that gets a, either side in, in the lead. Like we we did see a moment of magic, where it was ever. Uh, but it, at the moment, no teams really. You know, taking the t taking it to either side, are they? But this corner's going to come in from the far side now. Taken short, given to Scriven. Scriven has the ball. He's got Nicky Devidix. He crosses the ball into the the far post, and it's a goal this time. And Martin's peeled off at the back post. He beat Scott Barrow in the air, and Bradley James was like Buck Rogers through the air. He didn't get to it, and into the back it went. Into the back of the net it went, and that is one nil to Geisley on 18 minutes. Number nine, Aaron Martin. Well, ever since um, Geisley had that disallowed goal, Gateshead's looked a little bit of disarray. Uh, hopefully, 
I mean, there's a lot of time left in this game to get back into it. And um, we need to see Gitter grab some composure and concentrate. This ball's pumped up towards Kyode from the kickoff. Kyode nods the ball down, unfortunately. Greg Ollie and JJ O'Donnell couldn't get anywhere near it, and that was a missed kick by um, Nicky Devidix there. And Gates had been put under pressure again as Mickey Nelson has to play it back to Bradley James, who clears it in turn. Now it's chested down, but now Nicky Devidix got the ball, give it to Ollie. Ollie puts the ball over the top for QD to get onto, and the bounce was just too much on it. He was onside, just unfortunately, the delivery just couldn't get to QD. Yeah, I think the most of the time we are stand here is uh, feeling a little bit concerned. I think everyone kind of sees that Gates would need to switch on a little bit more here. There's now a ball put over the top now for Felix to run onto. Agnew chasing him down, but Felix has got the loose ball. He's running into the box down towards the dead ball and pulls it back. Oh, it hasn't been cleared yet by Gated. And this is in Gated really do need to switch on. But Spence tried to keep the ball in, he couldn't, and it's a, a throw in to Gated near the own corner flag. And I tell you what, if Gator do not switch on here, there could be two or three more goals before half-time for Geisley. So we're only 20 minutes into the first half and uh, Geisley are playing with quite a swagger at the minute now. They've really built into the game, haven't they? And, you know, we're looking at nine, nearly 20 minutes. The last 10 minutes have really sort of cranked it right up and unfortunately that means that... Uh, a 1-0 certainly have and we seem to be bypassing the midfield at times and uh, see, as we see their players committing too far forward when the ball drops for the second for the second bounce there's no white shirts near it at the moment Toby Lees plays at Oscrivens on the far side and Gateshead have a throw in about 10 yards from the corner flag on the other side of the pitch and at the moment you would say that Liam Agnew although he looks good going forward he gets involved in play sitting in front of the back four He's not given much cover for his defenders, is he, at the moment? The ball's quickly thrown on the far side there, but it's found its way back to Martins. Gates are not picking up the second ball. Criminal, it's out on the far side now for Kaisley. Now it's played inside. Gator managed to get at the ball as now Agnew drives forward of the ball. He's got QD in front of him. He's got Ollie in the middle. He passes it through Ollie, and the goalkeeper, Dewhurst, read that well, came out and cleared it. And now Martins is chasing the ball down. He gets the ball. He <laughs> seems to stick to him like glue. And now it's Solomon Solomon's going to play it to Felix Felix has got Spence in front of him but under pressure from the gate at midfield and still in possession now it's with Nicholson the left back crosses it into the box towards Martins Martins up in the air and it's going to loop into the hands of Brad James and uh, I just fear every time they get in the box something's going to happen that Martins looks a handful well, he does clearly is a handful of he's the league's top goal scorer I don't know how many he's actually scored this season so far for he does, he certainly does. He's looking really, really good. As we get to have a throw in here just in front of the Geisley dugout. Can they get something back in the first half here? They need to keep possession of the ball. Yet the first ten minutes, Gates had looked comfortable when anything was coming towards the back, the high line was working, everything was getting scooped up by Nelson and uh, now that just looks a distant memory diff a different game so to speak but now Solomon has the ball he's twist and turn Gated managed to get the loose ball Dominic Tia gives it to Nicholson who crosses the halfway line down the right hand side he's got Tia on the overlap still has the ball gives it inside to Nicky Devidix Nicky Devidix looks up but he's under pressure finds Tia Tia 
Passes in St. Orly. Beautiful one-two footballers. Now Nicholson crosses the ball at the box. There's nobody there. Nobody there. This is awful at times. There just seems to be no communication. I mean, it was initially the build-up play was lovely, but we've got players getting into the box all the time. And at that point, there wasn't any. But Gator still have the ball. Orly pings the ball out to... GG crosses the ball in the Windsor corner for his trouble, but this, that, all that needed was someone just to just to touch it, and it was in the back of the net. It's definitely much better. I think Coyote gambled too early, and he was ahead of the ball uh, when it got cut back, and unfortunately the chance had gone. Yeah, and he didn't have any support either, did he? After that, um, <laughs> after that opportunity, great chance, uh, great chance gone. Was. But, uh, we've got to, we've just got to knuckle down now, and there's a corner coming up. So. It certainly is. As Greg Ollie's going to take this one here. Probs it in towards there. And oh, Toby leaves it in the air and it just didn't get anywhere near it. And now they're on the break, Geisley. As Felix has the ball chased through, but there's a poor ball put through to him by Scrivens. And Agnew chases the ball back and he turns. As his team are very high up the pitch at the moment. I think Scrivens thought Felix was Usain Bolt actually. <laughs> yeah. That pass, uh, it's, uh, not far ahead of him. Oh, well. What can they do here, Gated? As Kyoji. Got the ball over Ben Shurris' head, but he managed to claw it away as Nicholson brings the ball down. Gives it to JJ, who's on the right wing at the moment. Puts the ball back through for Nicholson. Can Nicholson get across in? He can. Is it going to fall to... Oh, hooked away. It was just about to fall to Ollie on the penalty spot. And uh, that would have been a golden opportunity as now. Scott Barrow tried to... Felix, well, why didn't they play on there? The ball didn't go out. And I think... Scott Barrow might have hurt himself in the groin there at the moment. I don't know. Hope, hopefully it was a, a whack to the groin and not a uh, a pull or anything. But he's he's on his honkers at the moment, right in front of the gated dugout. It was a lunge in there, wasn't it? And he's he's definitely pulled something. It doesn't look too bad, but he's uh, he's trying to run it off. Well, the ball must have went out. I thought initially they'd pulled it back for a foul there. I think it just just went out yeah. close. Well, as I said before, composure and concentration from Gateshead as the ball's pinged out to the right-hand side. JJ brings it down, lays it back to Alex Nicholson, back to JJ. JJ tries to beat the left-back and didn't manage to, and Toby Lee's Pings the loose ball back over the top and Ben Sheriff was there to head it clear. Can Agnew now wins the ball in the centre circle? Leaves it off to Devidix. Devidix gives it to Scott Barrow, but the ball went behind him. He had to check his run and go back for it. Another crossfield ball. Asking too much of JJ and guys who just managed to pick up the ball and there's a foul given there. And even the Geisley players are saying, why didn't we play on there? They had possession. Oh. Gateshead have settled down a bit now after that goal. And, yeah, they uh, don't, don't look as shaky when uh, the ball's coming at them. Um, but still need to see a little bit, some, a little bit something different in the final third. As Felix wants to change his boots down here on the touchline, so they're effectively down to ten men at the moment. Our guys leap. He's getting rid of his nice pink pair and he's swapping for a luminous yellow pair. I think. Yeah. That's... Well, and Andre Jones as um, he's playing in front of the back four today. He's uh, been quite quiet in this game. I don't think we've mentioned him once. Uh, so 
It's Candrel. Gives it inside to Spence. Spencer. Tussin turning. They're just getting the rub of the green, aren't they, at times as well. When it, but the lovely ball out to the far side there as Nicholson's made his way forward. And Nicholson's with him there. The gate to Nicholson. He crosses the ball in. Mickey Nelson's there to clear it. And uh, Andre Jones is all over Greg Ollie's back. And Coyote manages to get the ball on the far side. Couldn't control it. But Sharif was there to put it out for a throw in on the halfway line. I know they say you, you make your own look, but at times that you know the ball just, just just landed to a yellow shirt, hasn't it? They're getting a bounce here and a knock there, aren't they? And it's just yeah. dropping for them. Well, Dominic Tia, who Kyodi chasing the ball down with the goalkeeper there, and I say with Gator, a few players have switched flanks here, and we've got Tia on the left hand side, JJ out on the right hand side, trying to create something, and at the moment to no avail really, but. Uh, Long way to go. Well, Scott Barrow with the throw to Devidix. Devidix first touch. He had to ping it back to his goalkeeper. And there's been a red card in the game at Darlington. Uh, Hereford are down to 10 men. Brackley have equalised against Chester. Spennymore are 1 0 up. And the ball is got oh, a lovely flick from Coyote to find Dominic Tia and Cantrell was there just to put it out. And Gator looking to take this quickly, given to Barrow. Barrow looks up, can he cross it in? He needs some support. He's marked by two players, wins a throw in for his troubles. Scott Barrow there went for a cheeky little nutmeg, didn't quite come off, but uh, it was nice, nice yeah, to watch. Heavily marked though, isn't he, uh, when he gets the ball in the final third, and it's a free kick to get, no it's not, as Tia was wrestled to the ground there, and something that wouldn't have looked out of place in the World Cup final from the rugby this morning, but the ball's found it all the way back to Brad James, who quickly laid it out to Toby Lees, Toby Lees gives it to Agnew, Agnew now, oh lovely little dummy there and the oncoming scrivens and gives it to Nelson Nelson plays it over top for the runner Coyote Coyote he's got, had an arm round him now surely that was a free kick and now guys they have the ball Felix plays the ball forward only as far as Mickey Nelson's chest and he manages to get it to Agnew Agnew gives it to Barrow Barrow's going to have to play this all the way back to his goalkeeper in Brad James and I mean we're only 29 minutes into the first half but Oh, ball's bounced through Tia. He's, can he beat Cantrell? He can. Gets across the low one there, though. He crosses into the six-yard box. And nobody's taken a chance when someone gets into the box. There's no one supporting anyone who gets forward. He done brilliant Tia there as well, down that left-hand side, and pulled it back, and unfortunately, there was nobody there. As Greg Holly just runs into trouble, does he manage to get the ball back? He doesn't. And Felix now is going to play the ball forward to Scrivens. Scrivens didn't get past Mickey Nelson. He's back to being like a brick wall. And it's a throw in to Geisley in front of the gate to dugout as Steve Watt, uh, Steve Watson, Ian Watson, and uh, Mike Williamson stand in the technical area with the hands in the pockets, waiting to see something from their side. As Andre Jones plays it across to Nicholson, the left back for Geisley, and they just play it across the back four. Now it's with the captain. He's going to ping this ball over the top for the run of Martin. Mickey Nelson heads the ball down. There's an offside flag went up. And they're just going to carry on with play. Rolled out to Nicholson, the right back. Pumps the ball over the top for JJ to run onto. Is the space there? And the goalkeeper, Joe Hurst, he reads the ball well. He's out quick, isn't he? 
couple of occasions he's almost, there. He's almost playing as a sweeper at times, isn't he? He's, uh, he's right up the pitch. He's, he's out of his box a lot. Well. And it's with the captain Garnet. Taking his time, just plays it back to Dewhurst. I mean, if you watch Dewhurst, he does stand right. He takes. He stand right at the edge of his box, and you do wonder: has anybody got the audacity to, to have a have a shot from there? Yeah. Oh well, Scrivens has beat Barrow there, and Nichols, um, Mickey Nelson had to come back and clear up, and that's a corner there. Bounces off the corner flag and out for a corner. And yeah, I know. Their manager is. They're telling them they want to put it into the channels there. Um, but, as you say, if anyone would be audacious enough to give them a chip, but at the same time, they've got to get in a position to be able to do it. As Nicholson, the left-back for Geisley, is going to come over and take this corner here. 32 minutes. It's whipped in low. And, oh, tell you what, Spencer got a shot off. And, thankfully, it come off a gated ankle and it's been cleared. And now it's a gated throw-in just next to their own dugout. And... Um, I think if it continues like this to half time, I wouldn't. I would be shocked if there isn't a change. I think because we're, we're not getting much in the final third, and we're, I say we're not. We're not giving much cover to a back four either. The Coyote needs needs some more support, doesn't he? And whether that's people running in behind from midfield yeah. or whether he needs somebody up top with him, I'm not mm. sure what the answer is. I'm sure Mike Williamson. Well, I hope he's got the answer. Um, yeah. But we do need to make a change and do something. Well, we've got the best part of 15 minutes left here for the. In the first half, as Nicholson gets right back, goes clears down the line, out for a throw-in. Oh, it took a deflection, gated throw. Well, the gated bench does have um, Paul Blackett on, Elliot Forbes, Connor Oliver and Jordan Preston. So there's midfield options there and attacking options. Do the cards need to be shuffled at half-time, Will? We'll see soon as Martin brings the ball down and a lovely little stabbing foot there from Agnew, but Martin's chases the ball down and now he's going to get the ball back. As he know, Cantrell just takes his time and plays it back to Garner, his captain. And he's in no hurry to get this ball forward as he plays a cross-field ball looking for uh, Solomon. Brings it down, gets the ball back and they're just playing some lovely passing interchange in football at the moment. It's all triangles, isn't it? It's yeah. nice, it's quick, it's sharp. Um, unfortunately we're just not matching that at the moment yeah as the ball's put into the box too much on it and straight through to the goalkeeper Brad James who wants his players to get forward and say not much movement there from the midfield to get up there either it's rolled out to Mickey Nelson back to the keeper Brad James Brad James dinks the ball and straight to a yellow shirt now Martins has the ball Mickey Nelson's tussling with Martins. He was fouled by Martins there. And, uh, well, I, <laughs> I think it's a little bit fortunate there. I think they both went up for the ball and they just seemed to bounce off him. But, yeah, it's going to be a, an interesting end of uh, the first half here. Oops. Unless there's an improvement in the next 12 minutes or so. Um, I hope Mike Williamson's got a got a hairdryer handy. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, the ball nearly come through to Tia. Tia's chasing the ball down, and Cantrell just puts it out into into touch there and gets it on a throw in about ten yards from the corner flag down here on the left hand side. Can they make this pay? Can they make an opportunity? 
Scott Barrow gives it to Devidix back to Barrow Barrow's being heavily marked tries to get a cross in and he's lost possession of the ball and now Felix can twist and turn he's beat two players there lays it off and it's cleared by Geisley all the way up to Martins Mickey Nelson's there to stab it out for a throw in here next to the Geisley dugout and they're going to quickly take this no slows it down but uh, I don't know how uh, how old um, Aaron Martin is but uh, he looks above this level I wouldn't imagine. I'd imagine there'd be a few teams looking at him. I don't know whether he switched across. I think. I think he has. And Mickey Nelson seems to be looking after him at the moment. So. Yeah. As he backheads the ball on, it's going to go out for a Gateshead throw. He's, he's not getting much change out of Mickey Nelson at the moment, which is only positive for Gateshead. So. It certainly is. And um, AFC Telford are now one nil up at home to Boston United as the ball's with Scott Barrow, who looks to play a crossfield ball towards. J.J. O'Donnell, J.J. wins the header. Can Greg Holly chase the ball down? It didn't land to him, it landed to a guy's shirt and cleared by the goalkeeper. Now Nicholson gets it back, gives it to J.J. Can he beat Nicholson in the guy's shirt? He wins a throw in for his troubles on the far side. Gives it to Gateshead's Nicholson, nodded down back to J.J. J.J. just hugging the touchline, cuts inside a bit now under pressure and now it's with Agnew. Agnew gives it back out to Nicholson. Can Nicholson cross the ball in? Handball, was it? Corner, definitely deflected off a limb. And uh, that looks that was better from Gator, definitely better. As Ollie is going to take this one from the far side, pumps it in towards the six-yard area. Oh, Toby Lee's got up in the air. It was cleared by a Geisley head. Barrow puts it back into the danger zone at the edge of the box. It's still not cleared yet by Geisley. Greg Ollie brings it down, gets a shot off. It's in. Oh no, it's not. I lied. <laughs> Right past the post, it must have been a spider's leg away, I tell you, because that looked like it was just about to ripple the back of the net. I was convinced, like you, that was going to ripple into yeah. the, the bottom, well, the there bottom you right go. corner, and it, it didn't. There's a note to myself, don't say it's in till it's in. Oh. Make sure that net ripples before yeah. you shout it out. Oof. Tell you what, that looked like it was destined to go in the back of the net, and he brought it down lovely as well, didn't he? We're both up off our seats. Yeah, so I think we're uh, willing that one into the back of the net as Martin goes up with Barrow. Barrow wins the header only as far as Cantrell. Martin and Barrow re, <laughs> re have the duel and Barrow comes off it again. And that is a Gateshead throw in just in front of their own dugout. And Gateshead now seem to have the bit between the teeth a little bit, getting back into it, pushing. And it looks like York might have took the lead. I'll tell you if that's confirmed at the moment as, uh, yes it's 1-0 to York against Kidderminster Harriers as Agnew has the ball lays it off to Barrow inside his own half who dinks the ball forward for Tia Tia beating in the air though and it's going to come all the way back to Martin Martin twisting and turning couldn't keep it in and that is a throw integrated on the halfway line well exciting stuff if you're a Gated fan, starting to look like we're getting back into it now. Brad James gives the ball to Alex Nicholson on the far side, who dr- brings the ball forward. Ball's pumped up and nodded clear by Ben Sharif. Coyote gets the ball, lays it off to Devidix. Now can get a build, gets it out to the left-hand side to Barrow. Barrow needs to get past his man. It looks like he has. Can he cross this ball in? He can. It's a beautiful ball towards the centre. JJ was coming in, but it's fell to Devidix now on the edge of the box. Gives it out to Barrow on the left-hand side. 
cuts inside of it, gives it to Agnew. Agnew, first time ball in there towards Devidix. It's clear, Bruni as far as Oli. Gator with sustained pressure here. Can Oli cross the ball? And he can, it's cross the ball. GG was coming in, diving at the back post. Just couldn't get his head on it. And out it goes. Oh. He's unlucky, JJ was busting a gut to get there. He'd done everything he humanly could, I think, to try and get on the end of that. Mm-hmm. Well, thinking too much on next week, maybe, uh, says Mickey Barris. Uh, got this game and Kirsch National midweek before Oldham. As you say, need to switch on. And uh, he's put, he thinks Martin's on about 15 uh, so far this season. So that's a good tally. And uh, someone's put, who's the cool commentator? We've got Richard uh, Williamson here with us. He's a Gated fan. We've uh, invited on with us as Barrow plays it out to Tia on the left-hand side. Now Gator players are starting to get forward in support as Tia still has the ball. He's still cut inside again. Lays it off to... Oh, he tried to find Kyode and the ball just trickles out for a goal kick on the far side. And that was a nice little bit of movement from Gator again there. I think you asked before uh, how old Aaron Martin was. Uh, sorry, he's 28. 28. He used to play for Brighouse. He's got... He scored a number of goals, scored 30 goals in 42 games, and then he, he ended up signing for Geisley. Yeah, well, it looks like he's still uh, got some uh, development in him, and you could see him definitely playing at the league above and being comfortable as Ollie plays the ball forward for Kyodi to chase onto. He's in a, a race there, but the goalkeeper come out and cleared it. But only as far as Toby Lees, who gets his head onto it. Cantrell tries to turn and he's ran into Dominic Tier, and that is going to be. Uh, Oh, offside flag was on there, but I thought only uh, Kyori was the one offside there, but free kick to, <coughs> pardon me, to Geisley. And Dewhurst pumps this ball up the pitch, up towards Martin, headed clear by Barrow. Felix tries to get it back in, but hooked clear by Nicky Devidix. It's up in the air, comes down. Kind of fall to White Shirt, hasn't it? It's fell to Martin. Martin twisting and turning. He beats two players. And can he give it out to Felix on the right hand side here? Yeah, he can. And he can it, because he <laughs> got a very heavy touch there. Scott Barrow going to take the throw in here. And Geisley, for being team 1 0 up, how much pressure are they putting on us? How high there isn't a, there isn't a guy's appear and the guys are off apart from the goalkeeper. Look at the keeper again, you know. He's yeah. right up as well. So he's about you know, he's thirty yards outside his box at the moment. But it's a throw I'm, in here. I'm telling you, David, if somebody's got the audacity, you know. I would be looking at that. I've got to be honest. Well, let's hope we can get into position to even try that. As Felix receives the ball from Nicholson, Nicholson plays it inside to Spencer. Spencer. Twist and turn, still got the ball, tries to take it down towards the dead ball lane. Gets a cross in, does that come off a gated player? It is, it's a corner. Game off Nicky Devidix. Well. We're in no hurry to take this one. 42 minutes gone here, gets National Stadium. Gates at nil, Geisley won. This one's crossed in deep towards the back post and Bradley James just plucks that out the air. And uh, Martin was uh, getting in his way there, trying to block the distribution of the goalkeeper. who's trying to get rid of it quickly. Referee's having a word with him there. And Scott Barrow 
I think he took a knock on the back of the head there. He's in the walls this afternoon, and what's happening here? Is the blood on... Um, looks like there's blood on Martin's shirt, and he's being told to get off the pitch. You're not allowed to have any blood at all, so they've got to stop that bleeding and change his shirt. I wonder when that happened. There wasn't any major clash of heads or anything I that think, was seen. I think it might be... Is it his nose that's bleeding now? Yeah, he... I think it's his nose that's bleeding. I wonder if he caught it off the back of Scott Barrow's head because they've, they've had a few tussles in the last five minutes. Oh, it looks oh. like it's, his, oh, it's above his eye. That's going to need stitches. Yeah, it's uh, quite nasty, that. Uh, so, temporarily down to... Um, Ten men. Yeah. As the referee is going over... Oh, why didn't... He, it's a little bit pedantic from the referee. Oh, he's doing a drop ball. I was going to say, he's <laughs> all the way back to do that. As Gates said now, trying to get the ball forward while they're down to ten men. Barrow plays it to QD. QD, his touch let him down a little bit, but he still managed to get it. Beats his man, gets it inside to Barrow. Barrow now striding forward. Gates is going forward a purpose. Oh, nearly found Greg Ollie, and it's cleared off Ollie for a goal kick. And there's an offside decision given anyway. But um, wow, that was uh, Gated wanting to take advantage of this. Uh, well, we've got a couple of couple of minutes, eleven v ten, so it'd be nice to put a bit yeah, of pressure and on. And also and as well. They can afford to maybe get a few men forward with the, out the threat of Martins. There sounds like Iron Mike is. Uh, will have to read the riot act at half time. I think you might have to. Yeah. I mean, they've showed flashes in the last five ten minutes, but um, they need to sustain that for more than a flash. As Dominic Tia heads the ball forward, it's back down to Tia. He chests it down. Can he play it? Winter threw in for his troubles there. It's hard to see because it was just behind the dugout. As Ollie quickly takes it up towards Gigi, but it's headed clear by the captain Garner. And is it going to fall to Nicky Devitt's lovely play from Devitt, and he's going to have to make his teammate run to get there. And he keeps it in Nicholson. And oh, who went down there? Is that Barrow down? No, it's not. It's uh, so players dropping like flies at the moment. I was watching the action on the far side. I didn't quite catch what. I think uh, what's it might be there. Liam Agnew down. Martin's got a full head bandage on there now. Yeah, reminiscence of uh, Terry Butcher for the kids. <laughs> Getting a new top. Yeah. Oh, fireworks above the uh, above the floodlight there. Unless it was one of the floodlight explosions. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Let's hope there's no Korean or uh, Taiwan, Thailand betting syndicate betting on the game. Trying to get it called off. Hey. Well, breaking play, some players taking on some water here. And um, there's a fair bit of blood on that shirt. Oh, there's another firework. I, think, I don't think the step stemmed the blood on, on the eye. Yeah. He's got the bandage wrapped right round his head, but that, that blood just. That, I mean, if you. Look, I mean, is it, is it, is it just it where we are? Like it looks like it's coming through the bandage. Yeah, it does, yeah, it? it does. I just want to get him back on the pitch, but. No, no, it's just a shadow. I don't is think it's it? come through. But um, if you look where that it is, it's right above his, like, over his eyebrow, isn't it? So it's, it's going to affect his vision a little bit. You know, they're trying to. But we'll see. As Devidix. Oh, confusion between the gated back line there. And now Geisley have the ball and lovely play there by Devidix to regain the ball back. Mickey Nelson plays it through the centre to Dominic Tia in the centre circle. Can he get more? And he was... Oh! That, and the referee says that was a, a legitimate foul. He was absolutely taken out there from... Questionary from behind. As now, 
Scriven has the ball, edge of the box, leads it out onto the side to Solomon on the left-hand side. He's got Nicholson for company. He's taking his time, lays it off to the other Nicholson who pumps it into the box towards Felix on the far side. Felix battling with Barrow and um, they still haven't got on. There must be more blood uh, on uh, his Martin's shirt because they haven't got him back on. Because I think the blood seeped through to the heart monitor vest that he had on underneath and I think that's what they must be uh, talking about there. But they're going through shirts here, they're getting them back on. Well, three minutes here, we're at 45 minutes. The referee's coming over to see what the problem is. Uh, we'll be waiting for this throw in to be taken. Now, I've never seen a referee come over to make sure the player can get on the pitch. That, uh, I'm not sure. Surely the game is more important than waiting for him to get back on. I know he's the league's top goal scorer. I know that that's a little bit ridiculous as the ball comes into the box, six-yard area, headed on by Kiyodi, but not as that far. Now they still have the ball. Solomon on the far side, and Agnew pokes the ball out for a throw-in level with the corner of the box. I, I can't help but feel that was preferential treatment to, to Martin's there. For I've, the never, I've never seen. You know, fair enough, I know it's a, it a cut and stuff, but you know the fourth official said to make sure that that he's legitimately okay to come back on the pitch. Why should he come over and escort him back on? <laughs> He Crazy. Was, he was fully escorted onto the pitch as well by the referee. Yeah. Well, headed clear by Kyoti again, only as far as Spencer, who nods it back into the danger zone. Devinix manages to get it clear. Now Tia has the ball under pressure from two players. Can he keep the ball going? And oh, he's taken out again. The ball was won, but that's from. And Marcus Bignett is doing his uh, big nut at the minute. Now that's two tackles, questionably from behind. Well, the first one was the definite stud showing. I'd love to have seen a replay of it, um, and that one is a, it's a little bit naughty as well. It's full zealous, wasn't it? A lovely crossfield ball to J.G. O'Donnell. Turns, places it into the centre, gives it to Devidix. Devidix now under pressure from Martins, gives it out to Nicholson on the right hand side. Gates had got a little bit of momentum on the ball here. Have they got time to get a goal before the half time whistle goes? J.G. on the right touch line, he's twisting and turn, gets it down to the dead ball line, went out for a goal kick. Well. Hey, and that is the half-time whistle there. Plenty of talking points, and uh, but the score is Gated nil, Geisley one, and uh, Gated. I think they'll have to fully admit that Geisley are probably worthy of the one nil win, uh, one nil uh, leaders, should I say? At half-time. Mike Williamson going off the pitch. He looks deep in thought. You do wonder whether whether they're going to make a couple of changes or a change at half-time and try and freshen it up. But you've got to say the last ten minutes of that first half, they, they did improve somewhat. Yeah. And um, well, as I say, <laughs> we had a disallowed wonder goal uh, from Martin, who uh, who in the build-up had fouled uh, I think it was J.J. O'Donnell um, and then he managed to get a goal I think five minutes later and it wasn't exactly the greatest uh, spell of football for Gated after that was it so uh, you're worried in the next four or five attacks that they were going to concede with ease again Coyote's been putting himself about up top he's been chasing things down but he's, he, he looks isolated doesn't he and yeah if he gets the ball and tries to, he's got no one to lay it off to if he does he's got to come back 10-15 yards to try and find another white shirt and improvement and concentration is needed and I would hazard a guess that we might see 
maybe two changes uh, for me uh, you know, I know I'm not the manager but I would maybe bring on Connor Oliver to try and shore us up in midfield to be able to give the other players the opportunity to get forward and support the forward line Would you, would you change him for Greg Ollie? I mean Greg Ollie's been I think I would go Agnew myself I think uh, keep, the, keep the attacking option of Ollie, but I think Connor Oliver for me would sit in front of that back four and protect them a bit better than what we're getting at the moment but as I say we're not the manager we'll find out what will happen uh, after half time you can message us at heed underscore army and um, was, was that booing I heard it was booing for the referee as he went down the tunnel um, and uh, as I say the referee seems to be endearing himself with the heed fans here's Mickey as well and uh it's just, it, yeah, it's been one of those things. That, in fairness, on them two tackles, they were strong. He won the ball, but they were questionably from behind, from from the angles we were looking at, and that's, I think, that's the what people feel aggrieved by. Um, so we we'll just have to see what happens there. Um, we're just going to play out that interview with um, Mickey Nelson again, just to give us a little time to have a little uh, drink and toilet uh, stop. And when we come back, we'll give you all the half-time scores from around the league. Guys, up this Saturday. These are coming off the back of yet another postponement last week. How have the lads been? Kind of off the back of the extended rest. Yeah, they've been good. To be fair, um, you know, we were all geared up and ready to go down um, last week, and the boys were on the coach on the way down. Um, unfortunately, it got called off. So, you know, it was a chance to to give them a little bit of a rest and a couple of days off. But they've been in this week working hard. Um, weather's sort of deteriorated towards the back end of the week but um, we've still managed to get out on the pitches and, and get the work in so it's been good um, I'm sure with the, the form the lads have been in they would have rather had a game last weekend than have the rest but um, hopefully that'll make them hungry going into this Saturday And you've now got four games over the course of a two week period here at the stadium does it feel like that the season's been a bit stop start up to this point? Yeah a little bit with um, postponement and stuff like that um, but uh, you know we've managed to, to carry that form on, especially here at home. Um, you know we've had some good results, two cup games chucked into the mix as well. Um, but you know hopefully we can just carry that on and, and keep going and make this place a, a hard place for teams to come. It's looking like it's going to be a busy November, not just at home. Obviously you've got the Curzon game at home this Tuesday. Altrincham is going to be another trip on a Tuesday. How much of a test are those Saturday Tuesday games going to be for the full squad? Yeah, they are. Um, but you know the, the boys train the full time. They they get the the right amount of work in. We know when we need to give them a little bit extra or when we need to sort of tail off a little bit and, and let them have a, a bit of a rest. So it's just going to be a case of managing the squad and you know maybe a, a case of sort of whether some people need to come in and, and some need to have a little rest just to, to freshen things up um, and that'll just be dictated um, during the course of the games really and The squad's stayed well start 11 stayed mainly similar over recent weeks do you think you've kind of settled a little bit on your sort of most preferred tactic and sort of start 11 with the odd few changes in there? Um, I think the, the philosophy and the style of play um, is pretty much um, what we want we've got that across to the players and and uh, they carry that out but we've seen when we do make changes or um, even make changes during the games um, the boys who come on you know the, the team doesn't weaken um, when they come on you know uh, Paul Blackett came on and Jordan Preston came on in the, in the cup game and they both scored one and made one so um, everybody in the squad has got a part to play and especially with so many games coming up that's definitely going to be the case and Geisley, of course, are coming here with the league's top scorer in their ranks. You are going for seven clean sheets at home. How much of a test is it going to be to that record? Yeah, 
Um, you know, the the quite free scoring. Um, you know, we've watched them and we've seen the seen where the strengths are, and you know, they've also got the frailties as every every team in this league has. So, you know, we'll try and um, nullify the the strengths, and we'll try and um, sort of punish their their frailties and their weaknesses, as, as I'm sure they'll try to do to us. But um, we're in a good place here at home, and hopefully that'll uh, be a big factor. And then just finally, how is the team looking sort of fitness and injury-wise going into the game? Yeah, we're all fine. Um, Paul Blackett's had a, a bit of a chest problem in uh, middle of the week, um, but he's uh, came back in towards the end of the week and he looks like he'll be fine, no issues with him. So, um, yeah, we're all good to go. Well, you're joining us back here at the International Stadium and it is bitter and um, we have had fireworks on and off the pitch as uh, Gated are 1-0 down they arguably could have been 2-0 down because of a fantastic overhead kick from uh, Aaron Martin um, but uh, it was disallowed as he fouled J.J. O'Donnell in the build-up after that um, he peeled away from Scott Barrow and from a good angle and put it at the back of the net and uh, after that Gated looked a little bit rocky uh, hopefully we can start to build on what we did in the last 5-10 to 10 minutes in the half where Gated did look a lot more solid and a lot more concentrated but we see the back four have been uh, isolated at times and so has the uh, forward line so will we see a change we will let you know I'll just go through the half time scores in the National League North AFC Telford are winning 1-0 at home to Boston Alfreton are winning, uh, losing 1-0 at home to Spennymoor Bly Spartans are ni- uh, drawing 0-0 with Farsley Celtic Brackley Town 1 Chesterfield 1 Darlington on 0-0 at home to Hereford, uh, 10 men Hereford. Uh, they've had a man sent off. Gated score, of course, we already know. Gloucester are losing 2-1 at home to our next opponent on Tuesday night, Curzon Ashton. Kettering 1, Bradford Park Avenue 0, uh, Kingsland 0, Altrincham 0, Southport 2, Leamington 0, uh, and uh, the league leaders, York, are winning 1-0 at home to Kidderminster Harriers. So that is how we line up in the minute. Um, as I say, it's... Uh, it's been an, an interesting game so far and um, I'm sure there's going to be more twists and turns in the, uh, the second half. Um, we'd love to hear from you, at heed underscore army. Uh, sorry if we haven't read out any tweets in the first half there. Um, there's a couple there. Patrick Rice has tweeted um, as well and uh, we haven't had any direct messages on Twitter. But if you'd like to send us one, you can do very... Uh, See, do it now, there's no way you're listening from in the world. At the moment, if you're a Gated fan, it isn't exactly the scoreline we would have wanted. But um, see, there's a lot of football to be played in the second half, and hopefully we can get in there. And um, just having a look at the live league table, uh, with the way the results are at the moment, it would say Gated... Um, actually, the live league table isn't working for us. We'll just uh, press that again. Um, live league table at this moment in time would have Gated dropping down to 13th place. Uh, not exactly uh, what we would have wanted at the beginning of the day. Uh, if we can win, come back from behind, uh, we could move up to as high as seventh. So you know, it's a six-place six swing. Uh, this league is very, very tight at the moment, so anything can happen, and hopefully it will for Gateshead so far uh, in the second half. But, uh, say, Richard, you're back from your toilet stop. Uh, what's the general feeling on the concourse? Are people a little bit disgruntled? I wouldn't say disgruntled, I think probably a little bit disappointed from what they've seen so far and it can only get better I think in the second half so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out but yeah, a little bit frustrated, I think some frustrated fans um, but I'm, I'm sure Mike Williamson will have them uh, 
ready for battle and uh, we will get to see a bit better quality in the second half as well. Yeah, well, all the gated substitutes are, pardon me, are out on the pitch at the moment on the far side, just having a bit of a kick about. So maybe no immediate change yet. Um, but uh, I see there's certainly the two attacking options. Um, in our last game, we had uh, both, uh, last home game, we had uh, both Blackett and Preston come off the bench to score. So it's not bad having two, two strikers in goal-scoring form at the moment. But um, what we see is, um, well, it looks like someone's coming out from the gate of bench here. Uh, gate of, no, just going over towards the, uh, the ball boys. They're having a shootout with Rare Rooney the Goat. I thought we were going to see uh, one of the subs pulled in there for maybe a change, but uh, not to be at the moment. So, um, But uh, just having a look around local scores that may interest people. Uh, Middlesbrough losing 1-0 away to Derby Newcastle United are winning a game can you believe it uh, away to West Ham they're winning 2-0 and I believe Sunderland are 1-0 up as well at the moment so local sides doing well Spennyone winning 1-0 Bly Spartans 0-0 and uh, Darlington look like they're in prime position to get something out of their game they are 0-0 at the moment against uh, 10 men Hereford so all to play for for the teams in the region and uh Let's hope Gator can get in amongst it themselves. As it stands, uh, Darlington are going to be ahead of Gator in the... In the yeah, so if it stays like this, they'll go uh, by one point. Spennymoor, they've jumped up to 8th place uh, from, I think it was about 15th this morning. So, it's uh, I mean, a I, lot of movement. I, I know there's only 14, 15 games we've played in the season, but you know, you're know, you obviously at the first quarter of the season. Yeah. But it's a critical, critical game, David. You know, they've got to get something out of we've, this game. We've, we've got to get ourselves up in, in and around the playoffs and stay there. You know, before that split in the league happens, like, like in most leagues, it, it never stays tight all season. You know, there's going to be a bit of a breakaway between the top and the bottom half, and we don't want to be stuck in no man's land where we need to have a, a run of three games to get back into it. We want to get into it now and, and have that comfort of maybe, well, okay, we'll, we'll lose the game, we'll get back into it next one. But, um, when you're playing a team in and around you, this, you know similar stand in the league at this stage of the season, you've got to be you've got to be picking them points up. Otherwise, as you said, you're going to end up drifting away from that, that yeah. top part. Of the well, uh, Mickey sent in a message too early to change the lineup yet. Give it 10 or 15 minutes, then maybe introduce the subs. Well, I suppose you'll be giving them new instructions and uh, a little bit of a kick up the backside, you would imagine. Um, but yeah, Gated. I wouldn't say they've given the best account of themselves this afternoon, but that's probably taken a little bit away from Guysley because Guysley have played a good I, game. I think. I think for me, I would make the change in half time, but I think I've got a feeling Mickey's probably going to be right. I think. I think Mike Williamson is going to leave it, um, and then I think it will be changed after ten, or, probably ten or fifteen minutes. But yeah. I, I, personally, I would have made the change. I think you would have as well, David. Yeah. Half time. I just think. Going forward, the likes of Agnew looked just really good, so did Devidix, but they're just not giving the cover to the back four, and when the ball drops in around the box, or outside the box, it's falling to a yellow shirt, and we need to get that talisman in there to try and just mop things up and get the ball away. But uh, we'll see what happens in the second half very soon. I'm not sure who he is, and I don't know his number, but the lad that's warming up. Oh, he's that a guy's big team. lad, isn't he? And I would do, yeah, he's going through a quite intense uh, drill, isn't he? So well, I wonder if Martin I is going to come back out. I was watching him before the game started in his warm-up, um, and, and he's, he's 
doing some fancy tricks. And yeah. He's got a bit of showboat about him, so he's, uh, he's, keep an eye on that one. Yeah. He's going for a bit of an intense stretch down there, so maybe he might be going to come on. Uh, he's back up on his feet now, but he was on the floor stretching out there, and uh, I see. I would take it. I would hazard a guess by the names on the bench that is Kennedy Diggy. Uh, <laughs> it's a great well, name, um, but. Uh, Say we'll have to see. Um, it's but it's the, an educated guess. An educated it? guess. But um, the players are back out onto the pitch now. <laughs> it looks like Martin is going to come back out for the second half in his fourth shirt of the afternoon because initially he put the 14 shirt on. He was wearing number nine. He put the 14 shirt on. He put the 19 shirt on. Now he's got the 22 shirt on. So I think is it Digi? We think it is. Yeah. A bit of banter there with uh, Martins. Um, I think he was hoping he wasn't going to come back. That's out. what I was about to say. I think he's uh, he's had a laugh and pointing at him. He didn't think he was coming out. So clearly he's understood. Just a reminder: not tickets. It is free. So just remind you that it's free. Well, players are back out onto the pitch here. Gator will be shooting from left to right in their white shirts. And the yellow shirts of guys who will be shooting from right to left, shooting towards the River Tyne, and Gator shooting towards Felon. And uh, will we see more fireworks in the second half? And, Probably. And critically, no, no changes. Yeah, no changes just yet. So, Mickey hasn't his guess better than ours. Well, second half about to begin. Greg Ollie's going to kick this one off. J. Joe Donald pumping up his teammates. Not many people back from the corporate yet. To our right. As Gator get the game back underway. And Toby Lees pumps the ball up and it's going to be gathered by Ben Sharif who heads the ball forward. Headed back forward by Agnew again. Now JJ is chasing the ball down. Ben Sharif's going to have to play this. Takes it down towards the corner flag. Tries to play it off JJ. Goes up the pitch and Agnew picks up the loose ball. His first touch wasn't great and he goes straight through Spencer on the second attempt. He did win the ball though. That has to be said. I mean, is he going to say that the studs were up? Because yeah, his studs were definitely up. He left his foot in there a little bit, and uh, I think he's lucky to get away with that. With yeah, that I think card. I think that was a yellow card offence. That. Uh, but I think the referee's been fairly lenient. I mean, there was a couple of incidents, a couple of tackles, naughty ones early in, the, uh, sorry, midway through the, the first half that uh, didn't get punished. So he's, if he's anything, the referee, I think he's consistent. Yeah. Well, we have a free kick here. Joe Hurst is no, going to take it. Well, I got my 50-50 number out there and they said they didn't read it out. They just said it's been claimed. So there we go. My dreams of a takeaway tonight have been dashed. It took away all the excitement of the ticket as well. That, that, was only, that was my only excitement <laughs> of the afternoon so far. Oh. Bradley James has the ball in his hands here and he's going to clear this up the pitch as he moves across the other side of his box. Did you get paid for your services on a 50-50 ticket today, did you? Uh, yeah, well, no, I, I, I bought the 50-50 ticket. We don't get paid. We don't get paid. We don't even get a free cup of coffee or a pie as Kyodia brings the ball down, but he's quickly chased down by Spencer. Now, I don't, unless there was a shirt pull, I don't know what that foul was for. 
was nothing in it, was there? Yeah. Alfie Bobie's put uh, a big 45 minutes coming. Let's make it seven in a row away the heat. Well, let's hope we can win seven home games in a row. Of course, the goal we conceded the day was the first one at home since the 24th of August. And we lost that game 3-0 against Falsley Celtic, another Yorkshire side. Will Lightning strike twice? Let's hope not. 48 minutes gone, we've got a free kick here to Geisley. All the way up there, Mickey Nelson wins the header. Dominic Tia pings the ball on, Kyode slips, and the ball pings off a Geisley player for a throw in just in front of the gate to dugout. And I forgot I had a coffee there. <laughs> just remembered me flask was there as the ball gets to... Well, nearly got the Coyote, and it's just pinging around like a uh, pinball machine at the moment. And the ball tried to find Martin, but the captain Barrow was there just to pass it all the way back to his keeper, who in turn puts the ball up towards uh, JJ, beating in the air. But it lands with Mickey Nelson, who puts the ball over the top, but straight into the uh, possession of Geisty, who sent the ball back from winter came. And Barrow heads it out. Well, notice the keeper stayed in on the far side and it's played forward by Dickie Devilix out for a throw-in. And that is clear cold. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the worst cup of coffee I've ever had. And I made it. <laughs> Only got yourself to believe. I have. Well, that flask didn't keep things warm, did it? Oh, well, throw-in just on the halfway line to guys, the up towards Martin who wins the header and Spence goes over the back of a gated player there and falls back to Martin and Martin was he fouled referee's going to say yes and everything seems to be going the way of Geisley at the moment I think you said at the first half they seem to be getting a run of the run of the knocks and the, the little balls yeah everything just just, just seems to be falling to them doesn't it and now they've got a free kick here about 35 yards out about 5 yards from the touchline on the right hand side there's two players standing there, Solomon and I think that might be Spence. No, it's not Spencer, it's uh, Nicholson. And they're going to whip this one in, left footer from the right-hand side. It's deep, goes towards the captain, Garner. It hasn't been cleared yet by Gates. The two believes trying to get it out. A little bit of confusion between Spence and Felix. And Felix is down on the ground, injured by his own player. And he's still down, and the ball is going to end up all the way back with Dewhurst. Dewhurst takes a touch, he's come out the box of it. Not exactly a great first touch. Felix is back to his feet. And now they can try and build again, Geisley. It's with on the right hand side, played through the centre for Martin to run onto, all the way through to Bradley James, who quickly rolls the ball out. Nicholson, who's under pressure straight away. Solomon, lovely ball across to Nelson, who finds Devidix inside the Geisley half, driving forward. There's four shirts in front of him. Can he pick one out? He finds Gigi on the edge of the box. Can Gigi do something with it? Cuts in, gets a shot off, deflects off a player, falls to Devidix who shoots from distance. It's deflected out again, and oh. Just need a little bit of luck, but that's better from Gator. Much better. Devidix just tried to pick his spot there. On yeah, there was no it. pace on it. But now Agnew lays it off to Devidix. Devidix twists and turns on his man. Still has a ball on the halfway line. Puts it up to JJ. JJ chests the ball down. Can he keep it in? Just too much on it. And um, it's a lovely ball off the edge of the boot there, wasn't it, from Devidix to pass that ball forward. Outside of his right boot. Lovely pass. Well, guys, they're just slowing the game down there. Newcastle winning 3-0. As the captain, Garner, plays the ball forward, gets it to Felix. He bounces back off his chest. He's still got it. He's under pressure from uh, 
Barrow and Barrow's left on the heap in the ground as now Felix still has the ball driving forward. Gates are having to defend in number Solman on the far side is in acres of space. And I hope no well luckily the cross wasn't able to be get in. As now it's back with Felix on the far side and he just runs the ball out of play. And Gateshead through Barrow getting caught in no man's land. There they were there was a man extra at the back in the attack for Geisley. Pushing the back of Kyode. But he manages to pick up the loose ball from a, for the bounce of the ball. Now it's all the way through to GGGG's chasing and Gates. Oh, is that going to be a good ball? No one knows until the referee said. And that is a Geisley throw. And Scrappy wants Whoa! He stole 20 yards to take that throw in. It was the other side of the dugout. <laughs> Very cheeky. It was. You don't know till you try. And that's all the way back to uh, Ben Sharif, who plays it to Andre Jones, the former Gateshead, right back as he was at the time. He's playing more of a central midfield role at the moment. Nicky Devidix nods the ball down offside. Flag goes up on the far side there. The referee says play on. Ball's pumped forward to Kyode. Doesn't win the ball, but he's taken out in midair, and that's going to go out for a Gateshead throw. You just worry that in case this game boils over a little bit because a couple of these challenges they're coming in late and a couple of iffy decisions from the referee you just worry that something could go over the top you had the feeling at the end of the first half if that continued for another 10 minutes it, it probably could have escalated into some, some feisty tackles coming in but yeah you're right it's living on the edge well Gates had in possession of the ball Mickey Nelson Plays it to Nicholson. Nicholson just takes a touch and gives it to Toby Lees. Lees takes a touch, rolls the ball forward, gives it to Greg Ollie, who's dropped deep to get in amongst the action. But it's back to Toby Lees. Now it's all the way back to Brad James. Gates said, happy to be in possession of the ball, albeit in their own half. Greg, uh, Scott Barrow has it now, gives it to Dominic Tier, who's dropped deep as well. Back to Mickey Nelson. Mickey Nelson plays it across now to. Toby Lees Toby Lees carries the ball forward a bit but he's under pressure plays the ball forward for Coyote to run on to Ben Sharif's there who nods the ball out for a throw in and Gateshead quickly want to get this ball back into play and if Coyote had a turn there he, he would have been in a good position to get the ball but now it's with Ollie. Ollie gives it back to Gigi who cuts inside lays it off to Devidix Devidix if he looks up he's got Scott Barrow in eight as a space he finds him can Barrow take a touch and get this ball into the box he's got two men goes beats them both through the middle and it was that a push penalty referee says no now, I've seen them given. The initial thought wasn't he was going to give it, I must admit. I didn't think it was going to be given. The no. barrel's still down in a heap. It was a great bit of wizardry, wasn't it? He skipped through. through I mean, he, he, he hasn't had much joy beating a man today, and he went past the two of them like, like they weren't there, and then he was just taken out. But the problem was he wasn't bearing down on goal. He was running towards the the touchline wasn't he I think he'd lost the control of the ball at that point and it became yeah. a I mean he, he was you know polexed for a better, want of a better word but yeah it's better from Gateshead though it's much better so. it certainly is it's a free kick a goal kick's taken even Martin tries to head the ball on Nicholson's going to intercept the ball and just pokes it forward but nobody there and out for a throw in inside the Geisley half 
no movement from the Gator bench, nobody warming up either at the moment, but Gator looking a little bit better. Spencer receives the ball. And as it's been played off against the church, it has. It's another throw in on the far side. Quickly taken. The captain Garner takes a touch and gets himself into space. Plays it down the right-hand side. Scott Barrows there, nods it on. Lovely back to Brad James there. Who quickly gives it to Mickey Nelson on the edge of his box. He plays it forward. Dominic Tia plays it to Agnew. Agnew, was he fouled? No, he was, but the original foul was for Dominic Tia. Now Mickey Nelson has the ball. Can we get this ball into the final third as Scott Barrow plays it over the top? There's nobody there. Nobody there. It's a, you know, speculative at best. There's no one... I mean, Dominic Teo was having to bust a gut just to get behind the man that was in front of it. It's just... Lack of ideas, that, at the moment. As Kyodi chased down the goalkeeper with Dominic Teo there. And Mickey Nelson wins the header. Will it fall to a white shirt? That's lovely cover and play from Devedix. Give it to Nicholson, who puts the ball over the top. Can J. Joe O'Donnell run onto it? He can, but Dewhurst comes quickly over to get it. And he manages to find Solomon. Solomon lobs it over Agnew and then gets it past Agne- uh, Ollie. And the referee has given a free kick to Gated because Devedix appealed. And uh, to be honest, I think that was a weak free kick there because I thought there. Solomon was doing fantastic there. He did a great bit of skill, but he did he did pull him back. Yeah. So I think it was the right decision to give a free kick to Gator. Well, Toby Lee's having a word with the referee there. He's not happy about what's been going on in the game. As Mickey Nelson stands over the ball in the centre circle. Now, I would have thought this was an opportunity to get the ball into the box, but they're going to ping it out to the left-hand side towards Dominic Tia. Did he get the header on? He did. He got it towards Kyodi. Kyodi brings the ball down. He's got it towards the corner flag. Twisting to... <gasps> turned on the line and was dispossessed, but it's going to fall back to Gated. As now Greg Holly has the ball. Oh, dispossessed on the edge of the box. And that was fantastic cover and play by Spencer. And he pays it out, and it's a corner to Gated. Oh, it's a... F- no, throw-in, sorry. Yeah, I think it's a throw-in. Throw-in yeah. on the far side. As it's been quickly given, wasted there. This is going to be cleared. Although Gator win the ball back and lose it quickly again. And it's cleared by Geisley all the way up. But Toby Lee's just calmly nods that down to Nicholson, who pings the ball back into the middle. And it's fell to Devedix on the. Uh, sorry, J. Joe O'Donnell on the right hand side. And any time any of our wingers get on the ball, they're instantly marked by two players. I've, I've never seen it this season. The marking from Geisley's been fantastic. Really has. I mean, there you go. Nicholson just dispossessed by Martin. As soon as a Gator player gets on the ball, there's a player on him, if not two. But Nicholson manages to get the ball clear up towards Tia, but beaten in the air from Cantrell. Now Felix tries to open up down the right-hand side. He gets past Scott Barrow, who's been left in a heap on the ground again. It's in towards... Oh, towards uh, Scrivens there. We've got a header, but it's nowhere near on target. But that's the second time Scott Barrow has been left on the floor in a like defending and just trying to run run alongside somebody. Ken Felix showed him uh, showed him his heels there, didn't he? He <laughs> certainly did. Well, goal kick taken here by Brad James and Cody nodded on Baroni as far as Nicholson, who credited it clear. And Ben Sharif is going to hook this one up, but only as far as Agnew. Agnew's first touch wasn't great, but he manages to get it to Toby Lees, and he's going to have to play this all the way back to. Brad James and 
see there is a striker warming up at the moment Jordan Preston and I think you would probably take Dominic Tear off at the moment if you're going to make a change he's went a little bit quiet at the moment on the far side the ball's been pinged up again towards Kyode. it's up in the air the ball Ben Sharif heads it again it's still up in the air JJ battling it's bounced and Spencer managed to get it away but there's a free kick being given well it's going to be one of those frustrating afternoons I think at the moment it's going to be a moment of magic gates of need here to, it's going to be magic or sustained pressure that's what we need to do because I don't think we're going to be getting any luck of a ball falling to one of our players we're going to have to make it happen and yeah. I think the change needs to come sooner rather than later now yeah Well, I'm waiting for two goals on my coupon for a thousand pound. So, <laughs> and the, all, the, all the other games to stay as they are. It's one bit of excitement as Kyodi was just absolutely taken out there. The referee says no, but Gates are still in possession as Devedix gives it back to Brad James. And the referee, I say he's closer than us, but there's not much going Gates' way at the minute. Up towards Kyodi, there's a little push in the back there, and oh, GG. Oh, I thought he was closer than he was. Dewhurst stumbled when the ball was coming back to him. And I thought JJ was going to get there first, but unfortunately for Gateshead, Dewhurst just plucked it up when he stood up. Do you want to see what the change is? I mean, I, I've got a feeling he's going to take Greg Oli off. Yeah, it's, uh, well, Bly Spartans have just took the lead against Farsley at home. And that's a free throw into Geisley. No, I'm about to take that very quickly there. Solomon <laughs> played beautifully forward by um, Kiyodi for Geisley there and that's a pull on Nicholson's shirt so Preston still warming up here down towards our left hand side 62 minutes gone here Gated International Stadium Gated nil Geisley won and at the moment, Gates are not really looking like scoring as Kyodia goes up for a header and it just goes up and then falls to a yellow shirt. Hook clear by Toby Lees. JJ manages to chest the ball down. Has he turned? He has. He's done well. But he's under pressure from two players. Lovely ball forward for Greg Holly. Greg Holly puts it into the middle. And oh, Dominic Tier! He come in. There was a defender in front of him. It went over him and just it just rose off his foot and went up, up, up and away. It was a great chance, wasn't it? He, he stuck his left foot on it and unfortunately got underneath it. And it's, it's went, yeah. as you said, lovely, lovely ball through from JJ, though. Um, nice bit of vision when he's seen the, the overlap of Greg Ollie. But, uh, yeah. Toby Lee's beaten in the air then, but it goes all the way through to Brad James, who gets it out to... Scott Barrow Scott Barrow plays it down the line to Tia who put it inside to Agnew Agnew now lays it across the defence to Toby Lees Toby Lees gives it to Nicholson Nicholson plays it down the line to Gigi who's got a man all over his back back to Nicholson who plays it over the top can they Kiyodi get onto it but Ben Sharif's there manages to turn and clear that with ease and Ollie heads it forward only as far as Spencer Spencer plays the ball right up in the air towards Oh, Toby Lees beats Martin in the air. Agnew nods the ball on, but only as far as Felix. And Felix starts to open up, but he leaves the ball behind him. And Gates had managed to get the ball back. Toby Lees lays it off to Nicky Devedix. Devedix 
He's got Tier in front of him. He's going to go for the overlap if he wants it. He has. He's got Devitt on the ball. Can he cross the ball at the box? It's high. It's going to loop back to Ollie and he wins a corner for his troubles. But he tried to just lob that back into the danger zone, didn't he? Much better from Gateshead. Certainly was. Some nice movement and the overlap and the balls into the channel are getting there a lot better as Ollie puts this one in towards the back of the six-yard box. Oh, headed over there, but Mickey Nelson manages to get the ball and hoofs the ball back all the way up to the halfway line. But Gateshead's still in possession as... Nicholson gives it to Agnew Agnew now looks forward gives it to Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie looks up cuts inside he does well he's got space he's shown a clean pair of heels to Martin lays it off to JJ O'Donnell and is going to be out for a goal kick it came off JJ and I thought JJ was just going to swing a leg at it there and unfortunately not for Gated. well 64 minutes gone the clock is still ticking over Gateshead probably having their best moments of play in the game in the last five minutes. Goal kick taken. Martins wins the header up towards Solomon. Solomon brings it, sorry, Scrivens brings it down, try to lob over his man and get it up. But oh God, it's clearance by Mickey Nelson but it just went straight up in the air and come back down Gateshead managed to scramble to clear one is for us Felix now Mickey Nelson comes out with defence to get it Devidix gives it to Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie, oh that was couldn't get past the, the man in front of him and Scrivens goes down and it's a free kick here it's been pulled back I think Ollie pulled on the shirt there didn't he he did he just pulled him back and that's what the free kick's for frustrating afternoon and an interesting scoreline from the Premier League Southampton are beating Man City 1-0 uh, so you wouldn't have thought that at the beginning of the day and also Aston Villa are beating uh, Liverpool so hotting up in the Premier League at the top Kettering 3-0 up against Bradford Park Avenue the ball's put into the board's box uh, far side of the box and QD manages to come away with the ball but there's no player in front of him and he plays it forward. It goes out for a goal kick. Uh, Throw-in. It's been one of them games where it's just been so frustrating. But here comes the change for Gated. And I would imagine... Domtier? Let's see who's got it right. Oh, nope. J. Joe Donnell. Yeah, we're both wrong. Yeah. Well, he's had a few chances today, JJ, and uh, just hasn't sat up for him, has it? Six goals this season so far, JJ. He wasn't able to add to that today, but what can Jordan Preston do? Last time he came on off the bench, he scored. Can he do that again today? Just what the doctor ordered, if, uh, if he can do it again. Oh, it certainly would be. One would be great, two would be fantastic. But we'll take what we can get. Geisley played all the way back to Ben Sharif. Ben Sharif takes a touch and then plays it to Solomon. Solomon now plays the ball through the centre and Martin's brought the ball down well. Lays it off to Scrivens. Scrivens. Oh, lovely tackle there by Scott Barrow on the far side. And Scott Barrow is down again and he's not having the greatest days. He looks frustrated, Scott Barrow. I don't think he's enjoying himself out there today, but if he hadn't made that tackle, dare I say it would be 2 0. It was last ditch, he, he got across and he's, he's managed to sniff out the danger, hasn't he? He certainly has.
Oh, and there's the second goal. Mickey Nelson was beaten in the air. And I think it's Ben Sharif has put it into the back of the net, the big defender. And Gateshead have a mountain to climb now. 67 minutes gone. And it's 2-0 to Geisley. Score of the second goal for Geisley. Number five, it's just it's just a simple goal as well, isn't it? It's yeah, I mean, Mickey Nelson, he just did. Uh, I mean, no, he's not the only one to play, and we're not singling him out. Um, it just the, the the ball come in, and it seemed to be near his head, and he just didn't get near it, and it just went to the back of the net. Just, just flipped it in with his head, hasn't he? Yeah. Frustrating afternoon here at Gateshead International Stadium. We've still got about half an hour to play, though. Can Gateshead get into it? Nicholson has the ball given to Ollie who plays it inside to Agnew Agnew takes a step turns back gives it to Nicholson plays it inside to Devidix Devidix to, to Nelson Nelson plays it out to Scott Barrow Scott Barrow plays it down the line and lovely interception by Preston Preston twisting and turn gets it back to Barrow Barrow can drive forward into space now and Preston on the overlap he gives it to him can Preston take a touch he has and gets around Felix that was a shot I think uh, all day it's just there and um, it's been cleared and Gator have a throw in on the far side is it going to drop out it hasn't dropped out it's bounced on the line and Barrow's doing well and Barrow he was fouled there I thought he had to give up a little bit easy there uh, but Gator have a free kick here and a good opportunity to get players into the box it's about 15 yards into well 20 yards into the Geisley half right on the touchline on the far side can they whip a ball in all the players are on the edge of the box now Nelson's up there Coyote Toby Lees it comes in towards Toby Lees gets a headed clear but it falls to Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie lays it off to Agnew and that was more of a rugby kick than uh, anything else as soon as he struck that ball it didn't look like he, it was going anywhere did it it was just sky high and wide Well, can Gateshead get something out of this game? There's still a lot of time to do it, but the way this game has went, Gateshead haven't been at the races at all. Mike Williamson will be frustrated. He's still stood there in the technical area. He'll not be liking what he sees, especially after the performances Gateshead's put in over the last few weeks. Gateshead at home on Tuesday night against Kirshen Aston get yourselves along 7.45 kick off we'll be bringing you full match commentary if you can't make it along Dominic Tia picks up a loose ball in the centre circle drives forward with the ball gets it to Preston who takes a touch inside gets a shot off it's looping it's going to fall in the back of the net beautiful save by Dewhurst he had to claw back and just tip it over and that was some fantastic goalkeeping oh brilliant Beautiful's probably not the objective I would use. I think he, he scrambled back, but he managed to put a, a good, strong left hand on it and flick it over the top of the bar. It was a deceiving one. I didn't think it was going to drop. Uh, the goalkeeper didn't either for, for a few seconds, but um, we've got a corner here. Greg Ollie, hands on his hips. He's waiting for the referee to let play commence after Andre Jones was down. Here we are. Ollie puts it in. It's a deep one. It's been headed clear, but only as far as 
Barrow and Barrow couldn't get a hold of it and now Scrivens can manage to bring the ball away it's been a cross field ball here it's found Felix, Felix's first touch is good he's bearing down one on one with the keeper what's he going to do, he scores straight through the middle of the net and that's 3-0 to Geisley and that come from a gated corner just, just hit, on, hit Gator on the, the counter yep. simple as that Gator just couldn't the ball didn't sit up well for Scott Barrow on the edge of the box it was cleared and the breakaway move and Felix just took the ball and once he set off there was no catching him and Brad James made himself big but unfortunately the finish was a classy one it was never in doubt was it he just, he just felt it was going to end up in the back of that net and it did well we said the last time Gateshead conceded a goal at home, they lost 3-0 to a Yorkshire side. They're currently losing 3-0 at home to a Yorkshire side now. This could be a painful 20 minutes, David, unless, uh, uh, yeah. unless we're really knuckled down here. As now Scott Barrow plays the ball to Tia. Tia plays it back to Mickey Nelson. Mickey Nelson plays it across his defence to Toby Lees, Toby Lees looks up plays the ball through for Jordan Preston to try and run on but Ben Sharif was there to clear but now the ball's come back through and Preston chasing back down on Ben Sharif Ben Sharif plays it out to Fruin to Gateshead level with the corner of the box, it isn't, it's been given to Geisley and hand on me heart you've got to say Geisley are good for their 3-0 lead Agnew it's a ball to Ollie and Ollie was just dispossessed there and went to Fruin. Now Agnew receives the ball from the Fruin. Martins is chasing the ball down and Geisley are playing like they're 3-0 down, chasing the game. They're chasing us down. Now Ollie puts the ball into the box and it's just deflected. Easily picked up by the goalkeeper. That's been the difference today. The way they've picked every time Gator's got in possession, there hasn't been space. There hasn't been an option for Gator to pass the ball. And it's it's uh they're all over them, aren't they? Yeah. Two, two, maybe two, sometimes three men on around one player. It's Jordan Preston ball. has the ball on the edge of the box now. He's got the overlap with Greg Ollie. Gives it to Ollie. Can Ollie cross the ball in? He can. It's towards the back post. And beautiful goal! Nicky Devenix come in. Gaten have called one back. Absolutely fantastic at the back post. Ball comes over long. And then Devenix, is it Devenix? Yeah. Uh, on his left foot, bottom corner. Nice and easy. Well, we've got the best part of... 16 minutes left here for Gateshead to get something out of this game and for the first time Geisley were caught napping they were they, they were a bit sluggish and slow to the cross there commentator's curse I think yeah, certainly is well we're going to see the substitution I thought might have happened at half time is Connor Oliver is going to come on for Steve, uh, Steve Agnew for Liam Agnew and there is goals galore happening at Blackpool against Peterborough it's 4-3 every time I look at the screen there's another goal substitution for Gateshead winning the pitch number 8 Liam Agnew being placed and number 15 Connor Oliver wow there's another goal in the uh, Gateshead's league Kings Lane are winning 1-0 Bradford Park Avenue have pulled one back against Kettering it's 3-1 there now and uh, well Gateshead nod the ball forward only as far as Spencer Spencer beats Tia drives forward with the ball now it was offside there on Scrivens and uh, as I say that goal it's been chalked off for Bradford Park Avenue this could be very interesting if uh, Gator can get another goal it's get a, a second one and uh, 
where do we go from there? Yeah. Well, we're going to see a substitution here. Uh, Paul Clayton is going to come on. Uh, he's, a, he's a big unit, this Paul Clayton. I would imagine he's a forward player. It's hard to see yet. We haven't seen who's coming off yet. It looks like Scrivens is going to come off here. And can't say I'm disappointed about that. He's been a fawn on our side most of the afternoon. He's a, the second guys he's now getting an escort off the referee. Yeah. In fairness to the referee, I think he's just trying to hurry him off the pitch. Yeah. Well, 76 minutes gone. And Kitts would have a free kick here that Brad James is going to take. headed up in the air Scott Barrow wins the header he went over the top of Felix there and Andre Jones heads it on but now it's going backwards and forwards at the moment can Nicholson bring this down no he heads it forward but only as far as a yellow shirt and that yellow shirt has put it out for a throw into Gateshead and um, the ball boy the Gator players are urging him to get the ball to him they quickly have he was under a bit of pressure on the ball boy there. he certainly was I don't think he was watching the game at that point but now Nicholson's going to take this throw in Kiyodi gets the ball down towards the dead ball lane. He's got two players all over him, as we've mentioned all game. And uh, Andre Jones wins the ball there from Kiyodi. Ben Sharif tried to clear it there. It's Oli gets it across goal. Oh, you see, it's a scrappy. But Gator are starting to get the, the rub of the green at the moment. It's sit, sitting up for them. Better feeling in the stand after that goal went in. And yeah. Well, there's certainly feet. enough time for Gateshead to get another one. And who knows, maybe one after that. But Martins puts it across there. And now it's only fell to Spencer on the edge of the box. Gets a shot off. It's deflected off um, Clayton. And now it's going to fall to the goalkeeper who's got it in his hands. He's going to roll, going to roll it out to Greg Ollie there. It's Blythe Spartans double their lead against Falsley Celtic. Pumps this ball forward towards Greg Ollie beaten in the air by Nicholson Nicholson for Gateshead heads it forward towards Coyote he brings it down beautifully still lays it off to Ollie Ollie gives it back to Nicholson Nicholson plays it through the centre to Preston Preston with a lovely little ball through to Coyote but it was intercepted and Gateshead have another throw in here can they build on this that's what they want to do Mickey Nelson in possession gives it out to Scott Barrow Nicky Devitt was driving forward there but now Tia drives forward he's intercepted though but it falls to Toby Lees back to Nicholson uh, so Nelson sorry Nelson plays it up to Preston gives it to Devidix back to Preston Preston is going to play a ball through the centre to QD and it was just intercepted there and cleared but Gateshead were proving balls at the moment and Geisley they're sitting deep Preston's finding a bit of space isn't he and he's getting the ball and he's, he's doing some good work with it as well Nicholson on the ball plays it forward to Greg Ollie who nutmegs his man lets it off to Coyote who was fouled and that was a lovely like just let that go through his own legs and through the other man's legs Ollie there fantastic stuff and we're going to see yellow card here for Ben Sharif one of the goal scorers for Geisley about 12 minutes left here of normal time I'm sure there'll probably be at least three minutes of stoppage time Gator get a chance to put this in well, the mixer. Yeah, they're on the edge of the box. Gator players here to good opportunity for Nicky Devericks to put this in left-footed. 
The big men are going to run around the back here as Devedix puts it in. That's where it's going, and it's been headed up by Allen. It goes over the ball to corner to Gateshead. Not Allen, it was uh, Martin, sorry. <laughs> I was saying Allen. And uh, the league leaders have been pegged back by Kiddyminster. It's 1 1. Nice bit of pressure from Gateshead. Hopefully, we can get a return from this. It's crossed in by Ollie. And it's gone out for another corner. It's good sustained pressure, but we need to get something from it. And we need to get it soon. Nicky Devitt places the ball down on our. Down to our right. Whips this one in with pace. Oh, and it's been cleared out again. Hooker by Crook by Geisley. And it's a throw into Gateshead. And where's the ball boy? Ball boy didn't have a ball. Connor Oliver. There's a ball in his hands. He's got Devidix wanting to show for him. He's got Kiyodi trying to make movement. Puts it over the top towards Tia. Tia was pushed and down. That's a free kick. Gateshead. And Ben Sharif is on dangerous ground here at the moment. He's already had a yellow card. Yeah, the referee's just telling him to calm down. Is yeah, and Gateshead have a free kick here about four yards in from the touchline on the right-hand side. Devidix is there. All the big players are up again on in and around the six-yard box. It's put in. It's deep towards the back. Kiyodi! 2-0! So 2 downs, it's about a 3-2! I got too excited! But Kiyodi powered that into the back of the net. Ten minutes remain. Gated. They've pulled two back. It's 3-2 to Geisley. Oh, Kiyodi just rose like a salmon at the back post and, and nodded that one home and set well, the crowd. Both goals have come from that back post where they've been going caught napping, Geisley. And Gated have got themselves back into it. Ten minutes remain. Can they get something out of this? Great momentum, isn't it? Great momentum now. The crowd are buzzing. I'm excited. Let's see what happens in the last ten. Well, they've kicked off now. Ben Sharif has the ball at his feet, just outside his box. He pumps the ball forward, goes long towards Martin. And he nods the ball on for Felix, but it's hooked clear by Mickey Nelson. Goes out for a throw-in on the far side. And the Gateshead fans are in fine voice at the moment. I'm shouting 2-0 when he scored. <laughs> like, I've got a second one. Is apologies, not, apologies. People will be tuning in, and I thought they were losing 3 0. There's now a good time to tell you. I told you the big goals. Yeah, you did. You were right. You were right. It's a throw in on the far side level with the corner of the box. Oh, come on, Gateshead. Can you get something out of this game? As Nicky Devonitz is talking to the referee about something, and they're taking the time. I think that's what he's talking about. They're taking the time over this throw in. And then it comes from the far side towards the six-yard box. It's been nodded on. Hasn't been cleared yet by Gateshead. It's been pulled clear. Shot from the edge of the box. Off down Greg Holly. And now Preston lays it off. And Gateshead are on the attack now. Nicky Devinix on the ball. Gives it through for Preston to chase under. Preston's got there. Now he's on the right-hand side. Lays it into Conor Oliver. Can Conor Oliver get the ball in the box? He can. Towards the back post. Oh, it's caught the Gateshead. And Gateshead are turning the screw. Well, I didn't expect this when we went 3-0 down. It was a great breakaway. Nicky Devidix puts the ball in. It goes towards the... Oh, Preston nearly got a shot off towards the first ball. It hasn't been cleared yet. Devidix plays it across. It wasn't Devidix, it was Conor Oliver. And it's just oh, skewed off him. And the excitement's getting to me. But Gator get the ball back. 
Barrow pumps the ball back up towards the box. Kiyudi, can he bring it down? He can, but he couldn't keep possession. And was that a foul? Referee says no, they won the ball. As Martin just pumps the ball forward just to get rid of it. And now Gateshead have the ball again through Nicholson. He's going to pass this ball down the right-hand side. Gets it to Devedix. Devedix has got the man run through the centre. Oh, Greg Holly wasn't expecting it to come to him and he just let it go past him. But Gateshead still have the ball. Now with Nicky Nelson. Nicky Nelson gives it to... Nicholson, Nicholson gives it to Preston on the right wing, inside to Devedix, Devedix to Ollie, lovely ball to Preston, Preston crosses the ball in, oh there was nobody there, and it just screwed through, but all that needed was someone to lunge at it, and Preston, that was a lovely ball. It's a great bit of play, great bit of interchange. Oh, and what it, an exciting game this get, has turned into. Get, when it, <laughs> I'm just going to say, get, Gates had a phone in another a new lease of life another 10% of the legs another 20% of the legs 1,004 uh, here as well what an attendance oh you just felt that there was going to be a goal there when uh, that none another, another lovely little interchange played down the flanks Brad James pumps the ball towards Ollie. Ollie's going to bring it down. He's under pressure. Turns. Lovely. Gives it to Kyoti, who's under pressure as well. The ball didn't just stick to him that time, though. And now it's coming forward with Solomon. Solomon puts the ball forward offside all day. And that is going to be a free kick to Gateshead. Brad James is going to take this. Gateshead fans really enjoying this they'll enjoy it more though if we can pull one more goal back and get level up towards Coyote who's beaten in the air but it's going to fall to uh, Mickey Nelson now it's with Barrow Barrow plays a through to Preston Preston having to come back with the ball wins a throw in on the far side and what a difference Preston's made since he's come on the pitch just going to say that he's made a big difference hasn't he since he's, uh, he's been introduced well, now it's got back to Preston. Preston laid it off, and it's a shot from Ollie. Fantastic save from Dewhurst. And Gateshead are content on really getting back into this. I don't know about you, but I thought, is that lefty's right foot? I thought that was going in. It was, it, was, it, was, it was definitely on target, that's for sure. Oh, and it's going to fall to Nelson, who has a shot, stabbed it from the edge of the box. And now Gateshead get the ball back again. Toby Lees is battling for the, with the ball and he's been pulled and it's a free kick to Gateshead about five yards from the corner of the box and this is another fantastic opportunity for Gateshead to get this ball in the danger zone Nicky Devedix places the ball down everyone's in around the penalty spot tussling going to get this ball in referee says well Nick Devitt says he wasn't 10 yards back but he crosses this ball in towards the back post keeper Dewhurst come flying out to clear it and now Barrow picks up the loose ball but he's under pressure nods it down and Gateshead keep possession Nicholson gives it to Ollie. back to Nicholson Devidix is in the acres of space but he plays it through the centre there I didn't see that ball myself but now Ollie has the ball centre of the pitch oh he played it off a guy's repair but it falls back to a Gateshead shirt Gateshead getting the second ball this time now it's with Tier on the right hand side crosses the ball in deep towards the far side it's too deep and it's going to go out for a goal kick oh we need some breathing space here 77 uh, 87 minutes gone 3 minutes of normal time 
They look like a different team. Over the last 10 minutes, much better. Havgates have got another throw of the dice. Can they get another attack? As Dewhurst takes his goal kick, who, to be honest, if it wasn't for him, the game would be level. He's been made two or three outstanding saves in this game. And now, Geisley bring the ball forward through Felix. Felix has a ball in the far side, plays it forward for Cantrell. Cantrell, under pressure from three Gated players over there towards the corner flag and it hasn't went out no Gated win a throw in fantastic pressure it's now it's back with guys just on the edge of the box they've got the ball they've got into space gets a shot off oh fantastic save by Bradley James down to his left oh end to end stuff here good strong left hand wasn't it down yeah. the left hand side there Great save from Brad James. Well, here we are. Paul Blackett coming on for Dominic Tier. He came on to get a late goal the other week. Can he do it again? Yeah. As it's been crossed in here, Brad James punches it clear. Devidix gets a ball. There's a foul on the keeper there. Now it's a free kick. And Gator quickly get this up the pitch. Give it to Greg Ollie, who's dropped deep. Driving forward of the ball. Out to Scott Barrow on the left-hand side. He's got into the Geisley half already. Crosses the ball in towards the far side and just plucked out the air by Dewhurst there. And West Ham making a comeback against Newcastle United. It's 3-2 there as well. Oh, the excitement. And Southport have went 4-1 up against Leamington. Nodded forward there by Clayton. Towards uh, uh, Martin brings it down. Oh, and was that handball? It was, and gets him a free kick on the edge of the box. Brad James gets a ball quickly off the ball boy, and he wants to get this right up the pitch quickly. Oh, it's taken quick the free kick, and Ollie drives forward for the ball. His first touch was a bit heavy, but he gets it to Kiyodi. Oh, just didn't sit to his foot there, did it? But Gated managing to get back to possession. Conor Oliver laid it off to Nicholson. Nicholson looks to play the ball forward. Blackett has the ball. He's still got the ball, twisting and turning, but just dispossessed. And now it's been cleared, but not that very well. Nicholson has the ball. Gives it to Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie plays it inside to Devidix. Devidix has got Conor Oliver. Conor Oliver gives it to Mickey Nelson. This is all inside the Geisley half at the moment. Plays it through the centre to Kiyudi. Kiyudi is going to play this out to the left-hand side, I think, to Barrow. And he does. Barrow's got the ball. Still in possession, Gated. Preston dispossessed, but he managed to, oh, nearly managed to win the ball back. But there's no Geisley players inside the Gated half, and it's easy for Gated to go. There's four minutes of added on time here. Enough time for Gated to get to win the final seconds of the game. Five seconds left of normal time. Ball put through to Preston on the right-hand side. He needs some support. He's got Greg Ollie on the overlap. He cuts inside and back down himself. He's come back down the pitch towards Conor Oliver. Conor Oliver has the ball, plays it inside to... Uh, Toby Lees who's got four, sorry Nicholson now Gated still have the ball Devidix he's going to cross no he gives it to Preston on the edge of the box back in towards Devidix Devidix can he chase this ball down it's been put out for a corner and Gated are keeping the pressure on but as we said before they need to make a pay massive four minutes ahead quickly taking short as Ollie put it in there towards QD he gets the header off but not on target is that another corner no it's going to be hooked clear 
Nicholson's going to bring this ball down. Every player bar Brad James inside the Geisley half. He crosses the ball into the box, but that's going to be headed out. And it's a throw-in. Gateshead's got another opportunity to get this ball into the box. Greg Ollie gets the ball down towards the dead ball lane. Crosses back on Nicholson. Nicholson crosses the ball in. It's a deep one. It's going towards the back post. Dewhurst had to hit and punch it clear. Only as far as Felix, but Mickey Nelson wins the ball. He's still got it. He's under pressure. He lets it go out for a throw into Gateshead. Quickly taken to Barrow. Barrow takes touch, comes inside. I think he's going to have a shot from distance yet. No, he's got closed down. He's still going, Barrow. He's like, oh. referee says no to a free kick, and it's still on the edge of the box. And Geisley, I don't know how they've got away with that one. I think he's going to get a free kick here, but Spencer runs forward. He goes down, free kick to Geisley on the halfway line. You can see it coming a mile off that the referee was going to do that. Devidix has got a yellow card for arguing with the referee, and you can see why he argued there because there was. Uh, it was a blatant gateshead free kick in my opinion and it yeah. went on the other end Geisley got the ball and well, Geisley's you know. just going to slow this down now I mean they had every player on the edge of their box there nearly but Barrow he thought he was Maradona there uh, ball pumped up so when they're trying to get it to the corner and it's a gated throw in here it's about I'd say two minutes left of added on time here Nicholson with the throw in he's wanting his players to get a bit further forward he launches it up towards Coyote he's beaten by Spencer and Clayton brings it down Ollie now hooks it up but it's going to go all the way for Dewhurst and he's just going to take his time here he's going to pick it up yeah there we go he takes a bounce now he launches it up the pitch. And what a launch that is as well. Barrow pumps it forward. Can Kyuri get on that? And Ben Sharif won in the air. Felix tries to head the ball in an unorthodox way. I don't know what he did there, but it's a throw into Gateshead. Kyuri battling with the ball. Gives it to Barrow. Barrow plays it down to Kyuri down the line. And Kyuri just dispossessed and it's a throw into Gateshead. Is this going to be the last throw of the dice? Can they get it up towards the box? It's been thrown back into the Gated zone half to Mickey Nelson who gives it to Toby Lees Gated fans wanting to get the ball forward it's pumped up towards the edge of the box Coyote up there and it's been nodded on is that going to be oh you want to give a free kick there to the goalkeeper because Coyote come in on him there but uh, yeah I think that's probably going to be the last chance but what a fight back but just a pity we didn't see that type of play yeah. It's been, a, it's been exciting the last 20 minutes, hasn't it? And it's just frustrating. It doesn't look like we're going get, to uh, get something out of the game. Yeah. Well. Barrow pumps the ball up towards Coyote. He nods the ball on for Blackett. Blackett's got the ball. Tried to get it through there, but Gates is still have the ball. Devidix now goes across the ball to Nicholson. Nicholson's going to shoot from distance. Takes the deflection. Corner! And it's peeling for a hand ball there. It did take a deflection in the box. I didn't see what body part had come off. But Gates had have one more. And up comes Brad James. Are we going to see something special from the goalkeeper as the fireworks go off behind this goal? Ollie into the box. Oh, it's coming towards Brad James. It still hasn't been glad it. Full time whistle has been blown, and Gateshead have lost 3 2. And bar the last 15 20 minutes, you would say Geisley deserved the win, deserved the three points. We, we take the game over 90 minutes. Geisley definitely deserved the victory, but 
Although Gates had done well, the 3-0 down showed a lot of heart on it to Zaire in the last 20 minutes. Could have, could have gone something out of the game. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame, but um, see, at least we showed heart, we showed fight, we just didn't roll over. Um, we go on to Tuesday night, hopefully we can get back to winning ways there and get ourselves in a nice frame of mind for the FA Cup game on Sunday. But uh, the only thing you can say about the day is disappointment, really. Yeah. Could have been bigger disappointment, though, at 3-0. I was, I was fearing the worst. Yeah, I'll say, well, we had five goals here today. Fireworks, we had an overhead kick that was disallowed, but we didn't get the three points. And uh, skater players can work their way off the pitch now. We'll be back with you on Tuesday night. Uh, from 7.30 with the build-up. Uh, hopefully we'll have a better a better, a better result. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Richard, thank you very much for joining us again. No problem. And um, we'll be back then. And uh, thank you for listening. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue, now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue, now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared.